and Gossip Girl here, your one and only source into the scandalous lives of Manhattan's Beats, Bears, and Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> nice little office fun for y'all. A secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Hey everyone, I'm S. And I'm C. And we're Gossip Girls. And we are reviewing episode 13 of season 2. Oh brother, where Bart thou? But oh. before we get oh, to that situation, we've got guests in the studio. Woo! So um, as you know, we did a podcast... <laughs> Um, episode with these guys a few weeks ago how rude the full house podcast but i figured it was time for us to return the favor which means to have them talk about gossip girl for at least an hour sorry guys but uh this is jonathan and brandon yay Hello. introduce hi. yourselves hi i'm brandon <laughs> hi i'm b and i'm Jay. and we're just a couple of rude tits <laughs> love this why don't oh you whisper God. it <laughs> thanks for having us guys thank you for coming on them and uh yeah let's talk about this fucking ridiculous yeah. episode so can you quickly tell us a little about a little bit about your background with gossip girl yeah yes so i started watching the show i caught up to the point where you had most recently covered uh, and at that point i now watch the episode and then listen to the podcast. Oh, awesome. So I watched like the whole first season and then like the very first little chunk of season two. You haven't seen the series entire way through? No, but I have spoiled myself oh. magnificently. So you know Dorota's Gossip Girl. Yes, I of course know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She's always sneaking. I, wrote, I write it down texting. in my notes every single week. She's With, always, you know, looking scared over her shoulder, wondering who's going to find her out. I yep. mean, the, it's obviously Dorota. She's yeah. she's got that Britpop on her phone, and uh, she's more hip I'm than one would think. <laughs> so good. I was like, "What's Britpop?" But then I got it. Dorota loves the beat. Oh God, she loves that beat too. Yeah. All right. So what about you, Brandon? This is the very first thing I've ever watched of Gossip Girl. This is ever. the first show I've ever seen. <laughs> In <laughs> my life, first, it was it. I TV. haven't even seen Full House. Um, yeah. Yeah. This was. Uh, I was just kind of thrust into the world. Mm. <laughs> thrust Why would you in, use that word? <laughs> thrust in gently. Welcome, into baby the Brandon. World. <laughs> I, I, yep, this was it. I knew Blake Lively from other things. I find her very attractive. She is pretty. You said and that the last time on Gossip Girl recap sent you into a tailspin. <laughs> I, you were like, was watching this I? recap and there was it was like bullets coming at me of information. <laughs> And I couldn't get out of the way. They were hitting me. Um, <laughs> Help. Yeah, it was. Um, so it was very interesting. It was an in- interesting experience. I hadn't seen any of these actors in anything ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, they where? did not do well. You haven't seen Blake Lively <laughs> yeah. in The Shallows. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I guess I meant outside of Blake Lively. I was like, yeah. I don't She's know. She's the only one that kind of like did something really with her right. career. I mean, everybody else kind of went into music. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh wait, really? Yeah, like Lean Meister, she has at least one album. Wow. Um, yeah, she was in Good Girls Gone Bad with Cobra Starship. Do you remember that song? No, you I do, don't. I do remember that song. Yeah. Oh my god, in that the song airport. Is so good. Is that playing right now? Good. <laughs> no, that's Snakes on a Plane. Oh yep. That's a different Cobra Starship song. But in the final Snakes product of this episode, will we plane. hear that song? No. no. I'll make some good girls go bad. 
So, but okay. I will. We, I'll play it for you after. Um, okay. I found out on the way over here uh, that you're not supposed to know who Gossip Girl is. I dropped a bomb on Brandon, and he didn't. I thought he was like, I was wait like, a minute. The whole episode, because I didn't understand the conceit of that. Sure. I was like trying to figure out which one was Gossip Girl the entire time, and I was like, that doesn't sound like Blake Lively's voice. <laughs> <laughs> who's gossip girl and then there was the girl that made the wedding dress and i was like oh that's gossip girl that's she good sounds that's what like... they're supposed to do but it's Kristen bell who's gossip girl she was not in the no no she's not in it she, she's the, she's essentially bell? she's essentially yeah. the narrator Kristen bell has done something with her career she's yeah. pretty great stuff. that's yeah. yeah guys so so i was i thought it was more like a sex in the city thing where like mm. <laughs> You know, like Blake Lively's character, like was in charge oh. of this Gossip Girl blog, and was oh kind of relating her life experiences to that. Guess what, though? Well, that was wrong. Outside uh, of a few instances where Gossip Girl sort of butts in with her sort of omnipresent narration, Gossip Girl, like the site, is not a component of this plot. Like that whole element is sort of pushed aside for the other, yeah, more important for, things. There's there's a lot of episodes where like gossip girl plays a huge role in like things that she reveals and those end up being like terrible and having a huge effect on everyone's lives but wow. not a lot didn't yet didn't get a sense of that at it, all it, it has did not happen no, none of this yeah. episode no um maybe a few episodes before this kind of mm-hmm. but like um gossip girl the site or at least the narrator of Kristen bell kind of works as a narrator of the show i i see it's a very That's easy catalyst makes for sense. drama mm-hmm. and i just kind of i realized about halfway through the show i kind of stopped trying to figure it out i was like i'm just not gonna know who gossip girl is you didn't but even I'll google just it watching it no oh i was you like didn't spoil it like i didn't i was <laughs> like come on i'm just being stupid i feel like if <laughs> Which he spoiled himself though and like looked it up it would make literally no sense no, it makes no sense. i'd be it like Kristen bell <laughs> What? <laughs> Kristen Bell is Gossip Girl. Yeah. Veronica Mars. 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 Okay. So we got this episode. Yeah. So it's called Oh Brother, Where Bart That, which oh, goodness is goodness gracious, the worst. Great balls of fire. <laughs> yep. It's oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah, that George Clooney film that brought bands like Mumford and Sons into um maybe one like that whole like. Folk revival. I remember that movie. Is bl- is, could be blamed on that fucking album. So <laughs> thanks, thanks for that folk revival. Yeah. Okay. Is thanks it better or worse than the swing revival? <laughs> there is not riot. a swing revival. Is there? There, there was the a 90s. swing. There was a oh. swing revival. Oh. You missed it. Thank God. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> I used to love that music video. <laughs> that one music video for Zoot Suit. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen the music video. Uh, it's a terrible music video. I used to watch a lot of VH1 when I was a kid because I was really into Papa Video. Oh, of course. Of course. Oh, pop-up video was so good. So good. I'm part um, of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. So, so the Netflix description for this is, a sudden and tragic event impacts the lives of everyone's on everyone on the Upper East Side, especially Chuck and the Vanderwoodsons, which you know what the tragic event is in the first like 30 seconds of this episode. So I don't know why they didn't just say Bart died. Bart died, guys. Bart died. He's dead. It's literally bye, bye, the Bart. first scene. Bye, bye, Bart. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Do we like do we like Bart? Does it suck that Bart's dead? Are we happy about <laughs> yes, I love this no. first episode? <laughs> this, this is, is a like, weird it's a there's lot like, to process. There's no good first episode of Gossip Girl ever. Except to for watch. the pilot. Yeah. yeah. Like legit, that's probably it. Even that's like questionable. Yeah. It's confusing. Well, I was saying to Brandon, the first season has a very clear understanding of like 
like the arc is Serena is back and Serena is trying to like get her redemption in line. Mm -hmm. And then when the second season starts, it's like, oh, we kind of wrapped up a lot of stuff. We need like a lot of new things, like a lot of new plots, a lot of new characters. Yeah, but also like in the grand scheme of things, season two is definitely my favorite season. Oh, okay. It's so good because so much should happen. So many twists and turns. So many twists and turns and like... And deaths. Yeah, and deaths. And like this is a huge major plot because it triggers a lot of other plot points have been kind of like you know just subtly under the surface and then like it kicks in on a high gear so yeah you have bart he's dead <laughs> he was in an accident in the last episode and when <laughs> it starts this episode he's just dead yeah was so it, was it an auto accident it was yes. an automobile okay accident. so okay. automobile accidents and gossip girl are like this my fingers are crossed because you can't see me but th- that happens a lot in the show there's this, is, not, oh, this, wow. this is for so many yeah this is like, there's so many this is like a, a turning point for so many episodes so like yeah. oh my god someone else was in an accident just yeah. a lot of bad drivers get, get fucking good drivers you know y'all you'll have money so i'm actually kind of bummed out that we were like deprived of like a hospital like death scene because <laughs> 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 like, like that's kind of like a hospital that's a that's a soap opera trope it's like you know there's always like there's a wedding there's a funeral there's like someone in a coma right yeah now. someone's Ooh. pregnant you know we gotta we gotta see that monitor going boop 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 and you don't see that yeah. there's no like you know you know deathbed confessionals or anything like that it's just like you know he's just dead just dead yeah. yeah no one so, even gets to like pull the plug you know yeah. yeah we didn't even find out in the last episode that he was dead it was just bart was in an, an accident. accident and then just oh bart died okay also, can we talk about the good, quote unquote, good photo of him that <laughs> the people should write to the the uh, to the um, photo editor? Yeah, photo editor of the New York Times. Like that's not a good picture, but oh. also it's a it's the closest you ever see him kind of smile. That's true. Well, it's it, two characters say it. I think it's Lily and Eleanor. Yeah. Also says it. It's like this Upper East Side hive mind where it's like <gasps> we all think this. <laughs> like, that was that was what a really great picture. Good. I like that they did that yeah, though. That was cute. Yeah, and just like this, this is the subtle differences too of like you know, you know you you're first kind of like getting into the you know the atmosphere of the both families. You have like the Vanderwoodsons who are like trying to eat CC Rhodes's back yeah. for the funeral, and Lily's biting everybody's heads off. But then you also have like Blair and Cyrus, and they're also eating bagels and stuff like that. But they're you know it's a little lighter, it's a little. Mm kinder and they're also excited because they're you know potentially they're getting married they're engaged and they're like you know in the afterglow of that so yeah yeah it's a lot of interesting things so i think we're not we're not gonna go scene by scene i think we're gonna like try to like broaden this a little bit because i want to talk about in depth what's going on without having like a little scene by scene because so much shit happens so um i think we just like the funeral Oh my There's God. a lot of people who are involved in this. Yeah, it essentially affects everybody in the cast, which you wouldn't even think that would affect certain characters. I was about to say, too many people seem invested in going to yeah. Bart's funeral. I, I want to be like, you don't have to go. There's no reason for you to be there. <laughs> no. Yeah, and like, it's like, and also it's like low key, like the like the the party of the season or something like that. Like yeah. everybody's fucking there. Everybody's there. It's kind of like yeah. the party of this episode, sort it, of. It, oh, it was yeah. weird to see two guys competing over a. Uh, like a potential like a person they love right at, at the setting of a funeral oh yeah they were like she texted so, me first everyone is so <laughs> like, petty yeah. you're outside of the church oh, bro exactly <laughs> it's all petty so like we're talking about there's a scene early on in the episode where dan and aaron there is obviously some kind of like hostility between the yeah. two of them but so they're Serena's both like been passive using, aggressive so yeah serena's been yeah. using dan as like 
her rock throughout this whole like, crutch. Death I believe the thing. word is oh. crutch. I don't. I, I, it's you too passed, close. The past few days, like my channel. I know. I thought it's been only one day. Like what happened the past few days? Who even knows? But yeah. so Aaron's obviously jealous because of Serena and Dan's quote unquote friendship. And yeah, they're past. Well, Serena seems genuinely creeped out by Aaron now. For some reason, there's this coldness in this distance where she's like, "Hi, oh, probably because like you know, like up until like last episode, her and Aaron, she was like fucking like over the moon over Aaron. She was like thirsty on his dick because he was like (laughs) dating. He was like dating all these bitches, you know. Like he was, you know, he had like at least six girls on his like beck and call. He had like a, like a he had like a siren of women who were just it, like it doesn't make any sense. I don't and understand. He's and then like attractive. she finally get, became his bottom bitch, and he's like, "Yes, I'm here. I'm finally here." But the second he said that, she was like, like "It's yeah. weird how I don't want it anymore yeah. now." Yeah, because he's a weirdo. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of that. It's kind of like I'm sorry, cut oh. you off. But oh, um, it's like one of those situations. Like I want the doll. I want the doll that you can't have. And yeah. now that you have, it's like fuck this. I don't want it. And bored with it now. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely having that kind of reaction. Yeah, Buyer's remorse. Like, yeah. So so she shows up to the funeral, and like Dan and Aaron are both waiting for her. And Aaron like goes in for a weird hug, and she like half hugs him, and then like full on hugs Dan Humphrey. Yeah, two arms. So all of it took all of me, the hug. It took me a few scenes for me to even like really know which one she was actively dating. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. Are one of you, like, her brother? <laughs> yeah. I'm getting a, a weird vibes. I get it, it's a love triangle, but I don't know which way it goes. Well, <laughs> Aaron and Dan are like mirror versions of themselves. Like, yeah. Da- Aaron is like bizarro Dan because he's got the goatee. He's like from an alternate mirror Orlando reality. Bloom pirate, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. My friend thought he oh, looked okay. like, um, oh my God, who, whoever played, Adam Driver. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's Which I was like, as soon as he said that, I'm like, I can't unsee that. I cannot the, the unsee that. The poor man's, the poor man's Adam. Driver. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh gosh. Okay, so I watch a lot of trash movies. I'm gonna say this because I recognized Aaron from something else, and I realized, oh fuck, he was in. He was like the young kid in um, the Butterfly Effect. Oh goodness! <laughs> I watch terrible movies. Oh my god! Is that the Ashton Kutcher movie? Yes. Does he play? More, and I've seen that movie more than five times. He what? Was- <laughs> He was That's the young lot. Ashton? Yes. Oh, oh, no. oh my God. Because <laughs> it was on HBO a lot and there was something oh else on TV. And, and I have a bad habit of like watching the same movies over and over again because I don't want to like relearn or like I don't want to like learn more things. So it's like, uh, whatever. It's fine. This is why like, I watch SVU every day or oh whatever it's on TV. Like I want, I, to, I want to relearn the lesson that I shouldn't mess with the past. Yeah, I exactly. want to relearn this. Exactly. Oh my so God. I, just, like, I watch the same shit over and over again. So I've seen the movie so many times. That movie actively makes me feel bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. like that there's no point in it's trying to so change anything because we're all on a path. So bad. What is, what happens? Oh, Butterfly Effect is like this movie, Ashton Kutcher. He, um, he has uh he like grows up and he has he falls in love with like his his best best friend slash next door neighbor but classic Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. yeah. And his her older brother is like a so a psychopath. He like, you know, burns animals for fun and does like a lot of horrible shit. And he um there's a horrible thing that happened to them uh, when they were kids and he also ha- suffered through blackouts. He will have blackouts just like arbitrarily have blackouts. Yeah, okay. didn't he like witness 
her dad like abusing her or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that and also like it's very dark. It's very dark. And then like her brother is also abusive because his because his father was abusing his sister and it's like him like trying to like do the process that he like hurt animals and do like horrible fucked up shit to other like, you know, innocent civilians. So when he got older into college he was studying physics and trying to figure out why he would have his blackout. Forgot that he was studying physics. physics. <laughs> Obviously, that's going to help you, man. And quantum yeah. physics, all that other shit. So, like, he realized how oh he was God. able to, like, transfer into his past through the blackouts and try to, like, change the past. And so the butterfly effect, essentially, is, like, if you change one thing, yeah. the rest of your life will change accordingly. And he did this a bunch of times. And it's all fucked up and shitty and terrible. And, like, oh, God, it's such a bad movie. It's so Okay, funny. what's worse? Butterfly effect or Inception. Oh, oh, butterfly, butterfly effect. effect. <laughs> Inception is oh, yeah. actually pretty like old. Inception. But it's pretty to look at, and also there's a light of there's a lot of great actors in it. If you think, okay, Ellen Page is fantastic, so whatever. Yeah. Um, she's the butterfly. Great. The butterfly effect is sort of drenched in that like early two thousands, oh, like yeah. blue and black like filter oh, where God. everything. Look, that movie looks like shit. The, crazy, the craziest Awful. thing in that that always sticks with me forever is that he some one time he goes into the past to like stop this mailbox from exploding or something <laughs> and it explodes on him and then oh, he goes yeah. back to his present and he has no arms or legs <laughs> no arms or legs and apparently all he's the torso. What? yeah and he's like wheeled around by but and it's the but, bad kid and, the the, and his best friend become funny. like lovers it's such yeah a fucked it's up like movie. it's it's the one reality where everyone else turned out better than him but <laughs> They he rally no around his tragedy, and they're like, "We're better because of your <laughs> horrific accident." What? No, no, no. The what best is the point part, of this? The movie? best part is like at Don't the mess end with of the past. it. Spoiler alert, because you're never gonna watch this movie, I'm sure. But like, spoiler alert: the movie ends with like him actually like sacrificing himself and dying, mm. and oh that god. everybody's life was good. Oh my god! Everybody's Wait, life was fucking awesome. Isn't what's there's like an alternate ending where he chokes himself in the womb as right? a baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With yeah. his own umbilical cord. <laughs> I told yeah, the director's cut. Uh, yeah. There's like I think there's like three <laughs> oh my God, or more this is alternate such a horrifying endings. Movie. <laughs> Why? I watched it five times, man, at least. I wish Aaron <laughs> would choke himself with his umbilical cord. I also I hate him fucking so much. hate Aaron. I immediately, with no context, I just huh. wanted to punch him in the face. I was like, I don't like your look, hey, man. Serena. I don't like how your attitude I fucking hate how he talks. I don't understand why Serena was like thirsty for that dick she was so thirsty <laughs> thirsty so on th- that dick <laughs> so thirsty for that dick it's like girl pose for me serena Th- oh more for yourself. love yourself more do like, better <laughs> do better you can do so much better dan's kind of better yeah he's kind of a little more self-aware he has he has like a bunch of like fun neuroses and it's like he's like i don't know what i'm doing with my life and it's great and it's I, kind I, of entertaining it's opposed to just kind of like just like nothing i don't understand yeah aaron seems very very yeah. vapid and i think that might be like the reason i hate him so yeah. much and i don't understand why serena would find and that it's weird because like he's cyrus rose's son who's like a beam of light i love cyrus <laughs> and i don't see that he would be his son we we, we i have always a lot forget of, that that is the case but also weird. it's like there's a lot of time conflictions there that has never been resolved yeah they don't have a single scene together i've never seen them do they do in this episode in this episode they have a scene together at the wedding they had an episode or two two episodes ago i think they were in a scene together have they spoken to each other or was it during that wedding montage no it would be so weird because in my head i'm like it'd be so weird to actually see them talking (laughs) yeah it it is hello they haven't yeah (laughs) They haven't. I did. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's a framing <laughs> maybe it's a framing part problem because like he's very short and he's kinda tall. True. And it's kind of just like, we don't know how to do this, we just won't. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that that imitation of Cyrus and Aaron was so spot on. Yeah. 
Hello. Hello, <laughs> son. Hi. Man, C- Cyrus, uh, who I referred to in all my notes just as Rex from the Toy Story. Yeah, <laughs> Rex. okay. From uh, the Toy Story. Yes, the from Toy the Story. Toy Story, one through three. Um, <laughs> uh, he was, I immediately wrote down that he's my favorite character. And I was like, I'm not sure if this he's show, fantastic. I was like, is this show trying to make me think he's bad and nope. not to like him? Because I love him. It's he's so no. perfect. He's yes. a beam of light. He is what we've been missing in the show oh for God. a while because it's so like happy. we need somebody who's just like who does not give a fuck, who's just like really nice, he's who so has no good. alternative motives. Oh, and Except for the good stuff, and well, it's great. And, and I was a little worried, honestly, because I was like, knowing this show, they will at some point like pull a like pull a card away and reveal that he's like a cad they or a schemer. Sort of did, like with the whole like. Oh yes, uh, his is uh, where was he? In what? Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah. He was done in Vietnam. He was he did not. He framed he that he framed that Vietnam that Vietnam story in a way that was very pro him. He was like, Well, you know, we, <laughs> we love decided, is love. We and decided to get a divorce and now was we decided we were really good friends. Did I cheat? Yes. Technically <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm sorry, Blair. <laughs> I love oh you. God. Oh my god, how are you doing this? <laughs> not enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's so perfect. Now oh say Woody. <laughs> Woody. <laughs> oh my god, he did it. Did it good. Did it good. No, that's fine. You have to do. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Just saying, Woody. Yeah. Woody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so good. Great. He's made a career. I looked at his IMDb. God, outside of those three films, he's played Rex so much. Every video game, every TV like short, like he has made so much bank. Oh my just god. Just on Rex. Man, bitches. That, yeah. that <laughs> character is great. So I don't He's blame so him. Great. I love He's Rex. also in Cats and Dogs: The Revenge of Kitty Galore. <laughs> what? Which this, ca- which this. cat and or dog is he? <laughs> I think he is a. He's probably a dog. I don't know what his oh, character classic. name was offhand, but what? I was hoping you'd say he's Kitty the Galore. Human. What? <laughs> Cats and Dogs: The Revenge of Kitty Galore. <laughs> Extremely mad. And now back to the show. <laughs> so we're we're still talking about the funeral, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um so you know of course. We haven't talked about the person that this affects the most, which is Chuck. Oh my Chuck. god, Chuck looks so hot. Okay, say that Are right now. This okay? Let's put it out there. He okay. looks hot. I like him damaged and like depressed, and um, I like a guy who doesn't want to save himself and hungover as fuck. Apparently, yeah. And smells like scotch. Mm. And who I wrote down is a snake in a man suit. <laughs> What? He seems like he's, he's exactly that. A, yeah. Oh, he's, he's a total dick. Yeah. Brandon's theory, and it's not an unfair one, is that the way Chuck is performed and the way that character sort of moves throughout the show, he is in a different world. He it's it, a when different he interacts show. With, he seems like he seems like a supernatural, like like he's he's so separate he was, from everyone. He I was, seems inhuman. I was. He is very serpenty. Like, is, like is very, Chuck like, even real? Now I'm questioning he, everything. He also says all of his lines to someone, someone else. off camera. Just he's to the like left just of looking he off. He's English, so like I don't know. Maybe that's like some kind of like Shakespearean yeah. like type acting he's doing that is not related to anyone. I think it's him, him trying to fake an American accent is yeah. why he sounds he's, so fucked he, up. He sounded yeah. He sounded so different from everyone. I was like, what? Is this man? When he has regular conversations with people, he still sounds so evil <laughs> that I'm like, I don't. He's yeah. so diabolical in a way that, like, 
it it's never really explained. It's yeah. very confusing. Like crazy vampire man. Well, I that's what happens when you start like fucking prostitutes when you're like, I, I can only assume 13. 12. He has a really psychotic relationship with like sex and he seems like a very twisted broken everyone, person. Yes. Everyone is so steeped in sexual tension. I, I was so confused on who wanted who. <laughs> everyone like, wants everyone. Everyone. It's very incestuous. Yeah, you could just swap people around people they do yeah okay. yeah like okay okay so, so like breaking it down for you since yeah. you're kind of new and actually this is good to like you know this is revisit a good episode to, to like, revisit yeah. all the different couples that have happened thus oh far on the show so the first initial couple was um nate and blair they were together is was Nate one of the friends helping Chuck? Yes, the he drunk was a, Chuck. He was They've the been really together since 13? kindergarten. They oh. I, do they say things like you've been together since you were in kindergarten? Pretty or much something like yeah, that. something like that. really. He, long time. he was the first one I looked at, and I was like, oh, that hair is very early two thousands. Yes, we're here. Well, you also yes. thought Nate was gay. I also thought he was gay. <laughs> uh, he's not, but I could he's see not. him. Yeah. He's not. Um, so Nate and Blair were the first couples, and then Nate and Serena had a flame. Then Dan and Serena were together for the entire year of last year. And then Nate and Blair got back together. Then Blair and Chuck were together at the same time with Nate and Blair. So there was a love triangle there. Yeah. Then um, there was the... then um, The Lord. Then the Lord. Oh, my God. Earlier the Lord. The fucking Lord. He was from Florida. Jesus Christ. Hello, Blair. Oh. And then there was the Lord, oh, Dan Lord and Blair. And, and oh. then, and then um, Dan and Serena broke up. Now they're broken up. They've been broken up. Now Serena's with um, Aaron. With Aaron. Aaron is Dan, uh, Nate Dan. is with Vanessa, who's a character we do not see in this episode. She, oh, yeah, she's missing, oddly. Nate, Nate has Also, Nate one was also line. with Jenny for a second, too. Yeah, Which didn't I make was any like, sense. This is a character? He's Which character? The the oh, Nate. Nate you 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 he was been on all these relationships. He was definitely episode, mayo Nate in this episode. He has yeah. one line. <laughs> Rather mm-hmm. light mayo Nate. Yeah, yeah, so we have we have several um versions of Nate. So we have Mayonate, which is like standard boring Nate. We have light Mayonate, which is like this episode, which he's very boring. Mm. And <laughs> when he's interesting, we call him Aeoli Boy. Yeah. Aeoli Boy. Yeah. Okay. This episode does not serve him well. Oh, and no. also another thing that we had a lot of we had a very know. Nate happy heavy episode last yeah. week. Last okay. week the so. magnificent. That's true. Was that the magnificent arch? No, but like we're actually two back to back episodes with like a lot of Nate stuff. So I guess they're probably like, you know what? You it's hard to learn lines. We'll give you less. Also um so Serena's mom and uh, Dan's dad, cool like, dad, they yeah, turtle they dad used to date. Like is what way, I was calling him because he wears because he wears turtlenecks. Mm. Really? Also known as cool dad, rock dad. Uh, yeah, I had dad. I had him. It was yeah, it was it was yeah, cool dad, guitar dad, sad dad. All th- <laughs> all three turtle of those dad. Things. Yeah, he's um he's definitely a sad dad yeah. for sure. Definitely. Loves his turtlenecks, man. Man, mm. Rufus plays guitar That's... in this episode, and I think I'm officially <gasps> done with him playing guitar. He plays our favorite song, song in the universe. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I was so excited! When that I know. I forgot out. that this happened. We'll talk about that a little okay. bit later for sure. All right. In the music for sure. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So the funeral, Chuck, he is upset. He's been drinking for a long time, and <laughs> so much drinking. So yeah. much drinking, and him, um, and you see him being dragged out of a town car with Blair and Nate, trying to get him to the church. You should have just driven to the door and dropped him off on the No steps. one should see him like this. He needs to walk it off. Okay, walk, Chuck, bend knee, lift foot. Maybe we should have just left him at the palace. It's his father's funeral. He needs to be here and show his respect. Oh, respect? Father wasn't sure much about it in his final days. What's he talking about? Who knows? 
But we found him, his shoes were on the wrong feet. Chuck, remember how in eighth grade you used to help yourself to the decanter in the captain's library? First got my taste for single malt. That's right, and you'd have to go home to a four-course dinner without passing on your consomme? I want my father to think less of me. What does that matter now? Chuck. Am I gonna have to stick my finger down your throat? They don't hold back your hair. And then, of course, he sees Dan, and there is an altercation. He, so he, he like whispers in Dan's ear, oh, yeah. and then he whispers in someone so else's Iago. ear later. And I'm like, this guy loves whispering in ears. And it's like you don't want that really, really drunk guy that close to your ear because he probably smells real bad. Scotch. And it's, oh my it's God, such he an evil. Smell of scotch. He smells of spit mixed with drink stuff burping coming scotch. out of your stomach. Okay. And, and it's such like an evil thing to do <laughs> to like get up to someone. Sherry's like, Sherry's like chomping at the bit right now for him. A okay, it's fine. It's been a while. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So like, there's this out. There, so Nate, not sorry, Chuck and Dan. They've been having kind of a lot of tension going on in the past season, I guess, because again, this is the season mid mid finale. Mm. That's why so much shit comes down in this oh, episode. That makes sense. Yes, Ten yes, yes. episodes ago was the fucking beach scene. Like I know. I was thinking about that. I was like, oh my god, it's only been ten episodes. I know. The beach. The beach. The beach. The beach. But yeah, so you know, this entire season thus far, Dan and Chuck have been like on, you know, opposite ends of the spectrum and just like constantly fighting. So close to being friends last yeah, season. Yeah. So close. So, so close. But yeah. Dan fucked it up, it up with his writing. His yeah. bad writing. Yeah. Oh my god, his ter- yeah. Bart stood there holding his glass of scotch as if no, it was part of No, that wasn't last season. Him. That was this season. Oh, that, that was like oh. three episodes ago. That, that, ex- was, that like, expose, if you pause and you read that expose, it's like a bad short story. Oh, oh they're we all should bad do that. short stories. They're all bad short stories. Oh, but, man. you know, like he and her, um, Chuck's father and Bart and Dan's father, Bart, are also kind of vying for the same woman to a certain extent. So right. there was a lot of tension going on. And so, of course, when Chuck learned of his father's death, and he knew why Bart was going to the party, to the ball, to try to save his marriage. He was like, oh, it's Rufus's, it's Rufus's fault. I'll be, it's Dan's fault because now there's another reason for because him to blame. Because drunk logic. Yeah, there's, a, yeah. there's another reason for him to blame Dan for why his life is terrible. It's your fault, Dan, because of the expose. It's it's Rufus's fault and it's also Lily's fault. And he calls Lily a whore and a I bitch. Know. Yeah. And I'm not used to that I kind of language so in this in that. this show. I don't like yeah. that. It's very intense. They don't they don't yeah. use those words they very don't. often. No. Yeah. Um, I was like, hey Chuck, like c- calm, calm down. down. You're yeah. being a monster yeah. right now. Yeah, I wouldn't even be surprised. Like, I don't think they have like a viewer discretion advised um on this episode, but like I wouldn't be surprised to let the CW like slapped one on there because there was a lot of like intense language in this episode, <laughs> considering. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it was very hard to get through because like, mind you, this all happened outside of the church. We never actually went inside the, the funeral. Oh, yeah, yeah, we go so inside. weird. We don't yeah. go inside the church we never went to uh, the church the was it we open c- casket we don't know we don't know was it you know closed casket we don't even we haven't even seen a body like we don't know what the fuck's going on i i will say when we were outside of uh the funeral this was the um time where i i made sure to write down oh i think i know what character john loves and I think it's this. Brandon thinks he knows me so well. I was like, oh, if there's one character that I think John is obsessed with, who is it? It's Serena's little brother. Definitely. <laughs> Eric. 
it. You do love Eric. I'm obsessed with Eric. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's fantastic. Eric never gets enough time. No, he, he doesn't. Never gets enough time. I don't want the show to like ruin him and make him like fucked up like everyone else. Because right now he's like a homosexual saint who does nothing <laughs> wrong. He's 15 years old. When he sees his like sort of odd and get off again boyfriend at the sort of uh, what's the wake mm-hmm. after the funeral at the church, mm-hmm. the dialogue that they say to each other is like men who have survived decades of <laughs> ravage. Like he says something like. Uh, uh he, what what does Jonathan say? And he says something like, "Is it okay that I'm here?" And oh, Eric says something like, "Of course not, verily." Like he said, he, <laughs> the, the line that he says to Jonathan is like something a forty five year old would say. Oh my god! After coming out of a tragedy, <laughs> like it, you are fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm okay. So like, he's adorable. <laughs> he's fantastic. But I'm curious, like, as someone who identifies themselves as queer. Um, how do you feel about like this character or like most characters who are like, you know, portrayed as gay to be like these like saint like, you know, all sage characters and it's like it's, it's a trope. Very tropey, it? yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about those kind of like, you know, it's characters? very he's, it's he's very moldy. Yeah. It's very moldy overall because yeah, he's he's all the stereotypes. He's the next door neighbor of the white woman in a romantic comedy who brings over chicken noodle soup. Yeah. Because yep. he's like an ear for all the other straight characters. Uh he gets to like see but not participate. Uh, and he's a tragic figure because he tried to kill himself. Mm. And it was because he was dealing with his queerness, right? And his, yeah. his being unable to come out. And then it's interesting to me, like, because now it's almost like they don't know what to do with him because he's Jenny's age. Yeah. He's a little bit too young to get into, like, darker territory apparently when you're 17. That's when you can do all of the <laughs> things adults do. I don't know. Yeah. Jenny got into some weird shit, too, though. Yeah. But like, I, I so Eric technically should be able to like have more of a plot or story. Yeah. Like the only the only plot we got was that like Jonathan was cheating on him. Maybe we don't know what happened with With the captain of the swim team, as Bart told. Also, Bart knows why. If my stepfather said to me, "Why don't you go talk to the captain of the swim team about your boyfriend?" I'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why are you like researching like wet teenagers?" (laughs) (laughs) I saw him. Wet teens. Eric, you should oh talk god, to him. Teens. Oh my god, that has to be a thing. I want that to be a thing. I'm wet teens. No, um, don't, no, you don't want it to be my a st- thing. My well, step Bart yeah, told me fair. to talk I'll to you. Cut, cut that out. I'm just saying, did you have you looked up what the actor Eric has been doing post Gossip Girl? Post Gossip Girl? No, I know there are a, like he's grown been up. On, he's been on two episodes, separate episodes of SVU. Playing the same oh. character? Um, no, he oh, was no. a, he was a 12 year old Shared murder universe. rapist. Oh and then he was, God. what? <laughs> Excuse me? And then, <laughs> and then he Say was like. 15 and was like a porn star for a show and also kind of pedophilic because he brought his brother in there. Also, that's it, That's an SVU? SVU. I will show you the receipts. They're there both some, very good actually. <laughs> There's some adult like photo shoot photos of him, like sans shirt. And he's a goofy looking guy still, but he's got a great body. Okay. He's got a good body. He's got a good body. What are you, what are you, what are you implying <laughs> with what he's done post Gossip no. Girl? Yeah. I thought you had you, something in your back pocket. IMDb? No, no, no. Okay. I, I nothing in the chamber. No, I wish. Lead. I wish. <laughs> I know. Ha ha. Classic. Gotcha. N- nothing behind <laughs> the curtain. Yeah, nothing literally. <laughs> Where's the wizard? He's not Gossip there. Gossip Girdleism. Gossip Girdle here. <laughs> Gossip Girdle. <laughs> who is the Gossip Girdle? <laughs> I've watched who half this episode. It? I don't know the who the Gossip, Gossip Girdle, Girdle is. It's Dorota. Squeezing out the secrets. Um, that was dumb. Oh. I'm sorry. That was bad. <laughs> I know that there's a section of the show where it's like I sort of- I was trying to be funny. I don't know what's happening anymore. 
I know you have a section where it's like odds and ends or like, you know, stray like observations. stray observations. That's what yeah. it's called. We got to, the well, nuts and the bolts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that later. But okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a section. The, have a there's section. a very specific thing in my head of, of Blair and bagels and Blair bagels. Blagels. Blagels. Yes, Blagels. Blair yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> so but like again Bagel like girl. all this tension though happens in front of the church you know of course when you know when dan is you know getting assaulted by chuck outside of the church you know dan likes you know what deuces i'm leaving so he goes serena and aaron are like in the church together jenny and eric they're you know being, being friends being they're friends being friends i yeah. never buy that we never see them like having fun or hanging out i think jenny uses He's a he's an ear. That's all they, he is. They were friends. They're friends. Yeah, they're friends. They have and a like, history. Yeah, they have a history. And like in the upcoming episodes, they definitely have some oh, friendship good. stuff yeah. too. So good, good, good. There's some good. There's some good moments with um the two of them. <laughs> they're friends. Believe in friendship. Yeah, John. Well, John. well, Jenny's oh, just so so negative. Jenny's just so selfish. She's, oh, she's extremely very selfish. selfish. And she's Eric has not. Jenny. Eric has not nary a bone in his body. That is selfish. I dare say. Oh my god, you're obsessed with him. I feel like you're a little bit in love with him. Stop being obsessed with Eric. Stop being so obsessed with him. <laughs> Wet teens. Um, no one cut that out. I think you should oh talk to your swim coach. <laughs> what? You do really good voices. See you, Brandon. <laughs> what? I've never said. Always Stop bragging with on the my voices. voices. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so like. Chuck, let's go to that Rangers game. <laughs> <laughs> they were just about to go to that Rangers game. They, do you think they're they went? They have memories. They were going to have memories. Do you think they went to the Rangers game? No. No. Oh. No. Bart kept rescheduling. I can't today. Classic tonight. Bart. <laughs> I can't today. I have to die. I'm too busy researching the ins and outs of 15 year olds' lives. <laughs> I have to stalk this wet teen. <laughs> it's not Andrew Taylor. Um, Andrew Tyler. Classic Andrew Tyler. I can't do this impression because I never met this character. Oh yeah, he you never met Bart. Dead. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, no one cares that Bart's dead. Just think no like, one cares. Just just think of like Batman without the mask. That's basically his voice. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wayne. so I mean you did hear it cuz Lily got a voicemail from Bart. Uh, and that's true. in the voicemail he's oh. like, "I know what happened at the hospital in France." I know, I know what you did last summer. Mm-hmm. And like that's the only like the only part of Bart you see except for that terrible photo in the Times or whatever. Love how Lily's like, should I listen to it? I will. Oop, shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> so she immediately, so she gets the vet message Oops. while she's with, or she like this is after she meets with Rufus, right? Because he and Rufus meet up, and Rufus essentially says to her like, "I'll wait for you, Lily. Six yeah. months or six years. God, I'm I'm here for you. But if it hits God, seven years, them. let's try and take a trip for the ninth time. I don't know. I kind of like Lily and Rufus, but uh, I think they should be together. But they've tried to go on trips like four times. And it's like I have my bow. No, nope. I have the plane to. Oh, no. No. no, something L- always Lillian happens. Lily Rufus, Lufus, Lufus, or <laughs> Ruffy? No, it's Lufus, Lufus, Riffy, Ruffy, 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 It's rough. Oh, that's for sure. I didn't even say that because I was saying there's fur like, on my tongue. I was saying them. like <laughs> ruffly, like ruffly. No, no, ruffly. like like something that has ruffles. That's yes. what I was saying. I didn't get roughly until like two minutes after I said it. I it's know, fine. My, my favorite thing about the, like, the Rufus name is um, friend of the show, James, like that black ass name, which is my favorite <laughs> <laughs> fucking thing. It's like, like that white ass dude has a black ass name. So anyway, um, but yeah, so the two characters, Rufus and Lily, they had met up before the, the funeral, essentially like kind of like 
not powwow, kind of like like this is what happened. This yeah. is going on. They are ready to go. Like they 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 need Lily needs to unpack her feelings because of what happened at that dance thing in the last right. episode. And she's, and she's guilty like, about all of her feelings because like she had feelings for Rufus and then her husband died. And she didn't like ever get a chance to tell him or divorce him or whatever. Right. My so. interpretation is that Lily overall seems fine. Yeah, yeah. she's like, Absolutely. oh, he's dead. Well, too convenience. bad. <laughs> My calendar just opened him. up wide. Yeah. <laughs> Convenient. Um, yeah. So like there's some issues there. And certainly that is also pushing and repelling her and Chuck because Chuck is clearly devastated mm-hmm. to like finally get this close to being uh, be like, you know, a, a part of his father's life. They're, they had ranger games to go to. Like oh. they're finally, you know. The puck went in the net. <laughs> oh, my God. I Goal. love you. I love you, Chuck. <laughs> but like, yeah, they're like finally kind of bonding, and this should have happened. And so, like, he doesn't really know to, what to do, and so he has like a stepmother who's not really a stepmother anymore, and it's a lot to yeah. Deal so with. Chuck is kind of drifting away from like the entirety of the Vanderwoodsons, and mm. he's he's pretty much mad at the entire world. He like doesn't even want to hang out with Blair, and basically Spiraling. wants to drown himself in whiskey. Yep. <laughs> But he also um, wants to figure out what happened with his dad. Mm-hmm. He wants is investigating. And I think that's probably why he feels like he, you know, it's unfinished. He needs some closure, I guess, to yeah. like deal with it. And so he knew that like he was with Andrew Tyler, so he goes off to find Andrew Tyler. I think he wants that uh, ace up his sleeve so he can mess with Lily. I think yeah. he really wants sure, revenge. Sure, absolutely. So yeah. So while that is happening in one corner of the story plot, we've got. Blair and Eleanor and Cyrus. Oh my God! So Cyrus, such a cute family, who is the best. Mm-hmm. Have, have I told him how much I love Cyrus? He says, "Have a tickle of that onion." Oh when they're eating God. bagels, he's like, "Have a bit of the, have God. a tickle of the a onion." All the capers, not enough. Not enough. It's not so enough. cute. He's oh my God, so precious. They find a way to get it in, and, but in a new context yeah. every time. It's so great. It's so cute. So yeah, he he and you know Eleanor, they went to the the funeral throughout the wake, and uh, you know, and Cyrus is like. There's all this love and death and I don't know. Like he co-ops the wake. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. He's like, he makes it about should, him. I don't want to not be your husband anymore. Let's get married. And Eleanor's like, what the fuck are you talking about, old man? <laughs> like, she's like, <laughs> she's like, why uh, of all like, days? Right. She's like, like this ranting of this old man. And Blair's like, I, you're not supposed to get married until like I'm way at college, so I don't have to like be involved. It's so, amazing. Like, it's Blair, amazing. Blair still hates Cyrus. She's had like three redemption moments with Cyrus, and she still hates him. I don't him. think she. Well, hates I, don't, him. I think she I think like she's like, like she's like fine with it but she's like i don't have to be involved with this relationship i don't want to be involved like you two be happy together in the corner yeah and i live my life my way and she's like i don't want to be involved just like leave me out of it can you like just send me a picture so like she's not <laughs> like she's not very into this and then of course jenny who's looking for redemption on her own oh my god, oh my god. Way to weasel her way back into the, the van Man. to the waldorf household and like i can make fashion because that, that uh, moment yeah. was that moment I was, was yeah, disgusting so i was like who is this person now? <laughs> so Jenny, where, where have they been? What is she? <laughs> Did someone say dress? No, I don't have anything to wear. Well, uh, what if someone made you something? I mean, what do you have in mind? How about you? Minding your own business. I was thinking something in a jacket. Very YSL. Okay, Mick and Bianca, 1971. Great reference. Yeah, I hate to interrupt this fascinating chapter in favorite moments in fashion history, but jackets are tricky. I know. But um, I also know someone who owes you an all-nighter, and she would be honored. Well, I think you should tell her that I said thank you. 
Thank you for giving me a chance to make amends. <laughs> Yippee! I'll call the rest. Yeah. Someone Jenny. needs a dress. Say, you need so, a dress by tonight. So Jenny is a little sister. That of is her Dan. thing. She is a Humphrey. What? She is Rufus's. Oh right, okay. Rufus's daughter. And she yes. was fired essentially from Eleanor's uh, atelier for first making a great dress that was on the runway that got Eleanor a lot of accolade, and then stealing it from her and saying that my designs are better and you don't deserve me. And then she started her own company with a crazy person. She crazy started ableist term, but she was kind of crazy. She tried to divorce yeah. herself from Rufus, cool dad, turtle dad, <laughs> and turtle dad. so she's gone through so much. And in this episode, in this episode, she's just like, "I'll make I'll you a make dress." A and she's like, I owe you an all-nighter, Ele- Eleanor. But I was going to say, that is her thing. She loves all-night dressmaking. She loves it. It's her. She. It's like, a deadline? <laughs> I could do this. I can make you a terrible outfit. I yeah. can make but you'll you, think it's amazing. I can make you a dress that looks like something out of like a Shakespearean bad concept Ugh. for the stage. Yeah, there's it's a lot terrible. of ruffles. Bad ruffles. Roughly. So, yeah. So, like, <laughs> that is happening. So, not only do we have a funeral in this episode, we have a wedding in this episode. I was impressed. I was like, wow, Gossip Girl. Not a lot of shows can fit both these things. You did it. Sunrise. You did it. Sunset. (laughs) I am you. When did she get to be a beauty? When did he grow to be so tall? (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Sunrise, sunset. (laughs) Is this a poem that you just wrote? Yes. (laughs) No, it's from from Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, Oh boy. We don't know about culture. No. (laughs) We we know about that. Gossip Girl, let that's just, our culture. Just Gossip Girl is the only culture. Old moldy musical theater. Indeed. Where's the Gossip Girl off Broadway musical? We should it's write coming, it. Sure. Oh my God. You could be Blair and I'll be Serena. All or right. opposite. The entire series, but in like a 90 minute. Yeah. That would be insane. Gossip Girl, the musical. I'm writing that down. Yes. I'm here <laughs> for it. I am so here for it. GGTM. <laughs> so does, does Blair confide in. Uh, Cyrus this episode right about yes. loving Chuck yes mm-hmm. which is a huge turning point for this episode big deal so like Blair she you know has been kind of you know so to speak a rock for Chuck in some regards in this episode she's trying to be she's very nurturing as Nate says motherly <sighs> and which is like fuck off Nate, cause that's shitty. Yeah. Um, oh, n- oh. By the way, Nate uh, tried to date Jenny for a hot second. It was Nate, gross. who is like nearly eighteen, and she is very much fifteen, and mm. looks or maybe looks fourteen. At... Who knows? It's gross. I can't it's tell disgusting. anyone's ages. Everyone looks super young. Even all the parents. I'm like, hey, Rufus, what do you got? Like five years on your son? <laughs> yeah. They do yeah. Kind of, when they're hanging Rufus, out. It's like they kind of seems like drinking buddies. Like I, yeah. As soon as he came home, uh, Dan came home the first time and like says hi to Rufus. I was like. Okay, what's going on here? Brothers? Is this party of five or what? Brothers, doormate. Oh, dad? Daddy. No way. Daddy? Well, in the way Nate refers to Blair as being maternal, I think it's actually an interesting change because normally they really love her and Chuck love being like scheming equals. We can't be together, but because we're, we we burn so bright that we're going to like go out. And now she has to like completely shift gears. And she's, yeah, she is being very like motherly. And, yeah. and, and she spits that back in Nate's face. I'm like, but you are. Yeah. Like you're I very eager. No one likes being described like that if That's you're true. not. Yeah. It comes off as condescending. And also, especially since Blair is Blair, she definitely hasn't had a maternal personality ever. This, this she doesn't really have a maternal like figure in her life. <laughs> like her mother's yeah. kind of there. So like she doesn't even have anything to like stand like any kind of like way to like project that. Yeah. Eleanor know. will play mom when it's necessary. Convenient. Yeah. This was the scene where I was like these lines that are coming out from this point on 
were crazy. Like when yeah. Chuck's when Chuck just screams, "You are not my girlfriend." I was like, "Oh my god!" And then she was like, "But Chuck and Blair, Blair and Chuck." Oh, I and I was down. like, "Yeah." So like, I there's am a very- me. You are you. Chuck and Blair. Blair and Chuck. Chuck. Don't go. Or if you have to leave, let me come with you. I appreciate your concern. No, you don't. You don't appreciate anything today, but I don't care. Whatever you're going through, I want to be there for you. We talked about this. You are not my girlfriend. But I am me. And you are you. Chuck and Blair. Blair and Chuck. The worst thing you've ever done. The darkest thought you've ever had. I will stand by you through anything. Why would you do that? Because I love you. But but the, yeah. so there's a pinnacle scene in this episode because like the entire ba- front first half of the season has been about one of these characters finally breaking down and saying the words "I love you," and for a while we thought Chuck might say it first, then maybe Blair might say it first, and it's been like kind of like this twisted game of theirs. They refuse. The past, they refuse to say it because like if. It's losing it, somehow. It's a losing somehow it's, because yeah, I'm weak. Weakness. I'm the weaker one out of the two of us. You, you I felt an you, emotion. Right. Like mm-hmm. you obviously whoever says it first loses the upper hand in the relationship, which is a fucked up way to think of a relationship is having upper hands, but whatever. I digress. So Sex is a competition well, and, woman. And, yeah. and Chuck also turned Blair away at one point by saying, like, Blair, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna go to the movies? What are we gonna hands. do? Give each other Valentine's. Blair and Chuck go to the movies, Blair and yeah. Chuck holding hands. Which is like oh, yeah. that's not what you're gonna do. You're gonna do the same shit you always do: drink gonna, and rage and drink and rage scheme and against people. fuck like bunnies. Yeah, and yeah. like destroy she, lives. She yeah. has she has this line that was the craziest thing I've maybe ever heard in television. Uh, that I thought was just sweet poetry, which was Kendi. only a masochist could love such a narcissist. Yeah. Was also, like, why wasn't that whoa. an opportunity for a bass pun? Because she's been doing a lot of bass puns this season, like Yaki. You basshole. Bas- you basshole. You bastard. Chucking, chucking basshole is my favorite one. Only yeah. a basochist could love such a, a Blairist. <laughs> <laughs> Only a masochist yeah. could love such a narcissist. So, Guys, yeah, Blair, so, like, Blair that's emotional. Says, Chuck, I love you. Yeah, it's a and big it's deal. like, and his response, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. It's so mean. And Cher was so like, I love you even more now. Absolutely, because I love when they're mean. But, like, I am. <laughs> Fix me! How dare you attempt to <laughs> fix me? I don't know. Look, I I hate Chuck. I uh, I know the viewers have, listeners have known this about me. I hate loathe Chuck, but I don't know something about his like disheveled look and the fact that he's not like you know tightly wound and the way that he's like trying to like you know deal with perfection in this way. Like he's there's this way about Chuck that like he is he's so clean and like and perfect in the way he's like 
I don't know, the way he presents himself to the world, there's like very like tightly wound, but then he's also like a loose cannon. Mm-hmm. And this is mm-hmm. when the loose cannon like exploded completely and he's like, this is who I am. I like shed my my stink skin and this is who I am. And it's like really <laughs> fucked up and I'm like, I'm kind of here for it really. <laughs> I'm like, I like oh, this, God. what's happening? Oh, absolutely, he is by far, just as this being my first episode, he is by far the most interesting character. Like I could just have him in every scene. <laughs> Being mm-hmm. like, yeah, Chuck, I want to see what you, how you talk to everyone. Chuck, Chuck is the antithesis of Nate. Chuck is like, oh, yeah. And the fact so that they're friends, I'm like, how are these two people friends? He's so, Nate is so boring. He's so boring. They showed them like laughing it up and having like some drinks in the back of a limo, like I think in that Christmas episode. And I was like, what? wait a minute. No, two episodes before that. Two episodes before that. And I'm the like, Thanksgiving. And they're oh. laughing and it's just like, oh, right. They're Friends, what do they talk about? Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh. I, I don't. Friendsgiving. I don't understand him. I. I mean, there was something that happened in my notes here. I don't remember why I wrote this down, but I just like went off on a tangent of being like, Chuck is a maniac. That stare. I can't get over this. I've never seen this actor do, actor before. I can't believe I've never seen him anywhere ever. He's in a <laughs> band now. Of course he. Oh, is. another music. He's person. a psychopath, and. I love. He's great. That stare. He's got that stare. Point. Fucking psychopath. He's got a drunk pink eye throughout this whole episode. Yeah. It's very strange. <laughs> it's hot. It's not hot. It's. <sighs> you don't know where he's looking. It's great. <laughs> he probably. <laughs> he probably. He probably <laughs> reeks like the bottom of like an olive yeah. jar. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh! Just, nice. just looking What's off. I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while. Um. <laughs> Chuck. I don't know how to like stress that enough. Um. But yeah, it's it's uh it's a really hard scene to watch though because like Blair is totally out in the open. She is laid at bare and he rejects her. And so like Boom. she He says, Too bad. Too bad, Good. fam. And then he goes into the limo. Too bad, fam. And he goes into the limo and drives the fuck away. And so Blair, like, she's like, All right, I'm gonna just implode this. You know, she doesn't explode. She's just kind of like, I'm gonna swallow this and then pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretend this didn't happen. So, you know, she's just trying to revel with that. Meanwhile, you've got like the Dan, Serena, and Aaron Ugh. shit, which I want to kind of resolve this. Yeah. Kind of oh, wrap yeah. This, this like, up. I really don't care about this story part. It's dead on arrival. It's a really yeah. kind of. I, I, I was kind of amazed how it was. I have to go talk to her. I can't go talk to her. Mm. Okay, I can go talk this to her. This is Dan. Yeah. Oh, That's it's Dan, too late yeah. to talk to Dan's her. Dan's being a real prick throughout it, this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. There was like a flip flop. Thing, though. four times in this episode and i was like this is too many well aaron, aaron says to serena out of uh pettiness and desperation like oh, come to buenos aires with me for christmas because he just wants <laughs> I got exactly you. how he says it too yeah. i got your tickets thank god i watched with closed captioning i already got your tickets it's so like uh controlling yeah guilt if you won't yeah. come with me i'll find someone <laughs> he's no he said he said this is my present to you is this ticket to buenos aires and she said and then he says you, but your present to me but I, will be coming with me. Going. Yeah. And she's like, like but I already th- bought you a book. It's like, Aaron, take the hint. That's she so doesn't want to go. Stupid. Also, wasn't she like, I do want to go, but I got to check with Dan first. And I'm well, like, she didn't say that. She's but, like, but my family, but Bart. Oh, yes, perfect. Yeah, Bart's she's dead. Like, <laughs> she's in a real like fucking weird place right now with her family. And he should have recognized that rather than being like, let's go on a trip together while He's your entire so family is fucked up. Yeah, so like it's just it, it's, he knows it's very manipulative is. in the way yeah. that like he's trying to get her when she's like you know vulnerable. And it's like I'll take you away from all this craziness, and it's like yeah, but then it means I have to go with you. So it's like <laughs> really like I don't want to be around you. He grows uh, up to be Kylo Ren. Right. Yeah, <laughs> he he knows he's on borrowed time, man. He's just <laughs> like he's like 
I gotta get her somewhere on vacation. Oh my god! I can this, remove her from the situation. This could oh end literally any second. Out of sight, out of mind. If also, Dan's you not should there. you should realize that Aaron is like what 20, 20, 21? We're not sure. I think he's that, older than twenty. He's one. A, he's at least twenty one. Yeah. yeah. But what, what does he do? He's, he's an, artist. an artist. He's a photographer. He's like an installation artist. His art is terrible. It's that, so bad. That Serena display that he did that his ex oh was making God. fun of was really bad. It, it was, was so bad. bad. It was bad. I just didn't like her trashing on Serena because that's not that her was, fault that was for not being fair. photographed. That was his art. That was not his fair. art was She bad. was perfect. He, I, not that, so much. that makes me so much Do happier better. that he's like bad at his... Both well, he and Dan <laughs> are bad at their respective Yeah, why is... is like, like, they're both art. Like, the thing about this show is that like, like with Aaron... Like the installation is like this is what art kind of looks like, or like it's like this looks pretty on screen. It's not actually good art. No, like I mean, like it looked like a fashion show. The art installation there was a lot of like globes and like lights, and I was like, this is pretty to catch on oh. camera, but it's not like artistic in any kind of like fashion whatsoever. He installed hanging microphones so like everyone could hear what everyone was saying in the exhibit, and it was meant to be some sort of commentary, like oh we can God, hear hate, everything I that's in the room. So I hate him, you guys. I hate There's him so no much. such thing as a safe space, according to Aaron. The, nope. He has Merry Christmas. He, so she she does agree to go with him, right? Well, so, I was going to say Serena is very frustrating to me in this episode in particular because she she gives up all control to the men. Yeah. She she basically is like Dan, tell me not to go. And when Dan doesn't, she's like, okay, then I'll go. And it's like Serena. Do what you want to do. Yeah, if you don't yeah. want to fucking go, you don't have to pick one of the guys. You can just pick yourself. Yeah, and I think that's a that's a trope. Spend yeah, and the that's Christmas a, with your brother and your yeah. mother for God's sake. And that's a fatal flaw with the character Serena is that she is always constantly relying on the men in her life to make decisions for. Her. And yeah. the, and the moments where I love Serena the most is when she actually listens to her own heart and is what she wants. And it's like, even if like her logic is weird. Like, and I think like most of those kind of moments happen with, with the character of Blair when like she's doing shit for like Blair trying to like push Blair into the right direction her logic is terrible sometimes but like she's doing it for Blair not for you know a man yeah and it's nice and I'm like you know what Finally. I'll give you a, I'll give you a pass Serena yeah so she like, was like it's hard she was stronger is... in oh, she, oh I was just gonna say she's I feel like stronger in season one when she was fighting for herself and like yeah. like I'm establishing myself and now that it's sort of she's back in her world again and there's nothing left to prove now it's sort of like she's I don't know she's not as um feisty I guess yeah, yeah. she doesn't have much to like, it's because you know, it's because Aaron is dimming her light. Because he sucks. Yeah, he's like a fucking black hole. I don't like him at all. It's like, um, their their interaction him. is torture. I was just like, it's man, I wish I was just not. watching her fight a shark instead. He dresses like a priest and like there will be blood. Like yeah. he dresses like a maniac. Yeah. He does look like Paul Dano too. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. With those button up collared shirts yeah. with what? no tie. They're, Who fucking buttons all their collar all the way up? They're, they're no one. They're seen in the car like on their way, I guess, to the airport Bleh, where he like confesses how he like loves her. The worst confession of love of all time. It's guilt. He says, I He's think, using it. I, I think, think I might be in love with you. Like, that okay, is, what? That is like and, and the vaguest, vaguest admission of love ever. But, but if he can just like put the hint out there, Serena will take it. Well, yeah, he, yeah. He she has, does. He she has does. to. He's trying to hook her. Because she's, she's got the phone ringing. She could... And he's like, I know Dan. you still have feelings for him. Oh, and she's like, uh, <laughs> I love you. Oh, uh, then never mind. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So Dan is like, I can't tell you not to go. And he gets so mad about it. And it's, it's, I understand it. I kind of like, I get where he's coming from. She's coming at him being like, 
tell me you have feelings for me because I don't want to say it. And then he leaves over that muffin. He's like, oh, uh, this is ap- long muffin. This apricot. is apricot. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted, I wrote smooth apricot move, bro. Apricot. It was very apricot. awkward. He says apricot. TV. Okay, well. Yeah. <laughs> TV. 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 I like to watch TV. TV. What? A- apricot. Some people say TV. Some people say TV. <laughs> <laughs> I say TV. I don't am know I, what I, I say now. Am I the bad person or the good person TV. in this situation? Are you lean, does it sound like, are you leaning TV? into the TV? No. <laughs> TV. John makes that's fun of me because that's it. how I TV. say it. I don't know TV. if that is how, TV. <laughs> You've done that to me on the podcast. I can probably. see, I can see you saying that. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, it, it tracks. It, it I can see good, you, you dumb dumb. Yeah. Hey. Don't worry about it. Hey. TV. And then, so I then Serena is like, <laughs> fine, I guess I'll go tell Aaron that I'll go with him, try and stop me. And he's like, what the fuck? And then he goes and talks <laughs> to Rufus about his feeling, or Jenny. And Jenny's like, if you love Serena, tell her. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Jenny's, o- Jenny's over it. She's like, hey, Dan, I don't have fucking time for this. I'm yeah. making a wedding dress. Whatever you're going to do, I have real just problems. fucking do it. I didn't, <laughs> off the pot. I didn't realize, I didn't realize, oh, Dan and Serena can't be together because their parents mm-hmm. want to be together. That's insane. That was a problem in the first season, too. Yeah. When Serena told her mother, basically, like, you cannot date my boyfriend's dad. And yeah. she was like, all right, fine. I choose to agree with that. And so it's it's it comes back around so in this episode. But it's just so funny when Dan goes to Rufus and is like, well, I let her go. And Rufus well. is like, we'll never be together with talking about Lily. And then he Wait, immediately is like, the second, oh, you know, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> like, yeah. So like essentially, you know, I'm trying to wrap up this Aaron because I it's fucking, fucking boring. But so like, boring. But yeah, so like, you know, Dan goes to the wedding. He tries to profess his love for Serena quote unquote at last who gives a shit it's been two episodes it's been I, two episodes I'm carrying the bag yeah and she's like <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Buenos Aires with you know with Aaron you're too late he was like well you know tell I, him you're not going right tell him you're not going and like he's not saying what he needs to say he's not saying hey I love you girl like love me back <laughs> this is why he can't that. this is why he can't write oh yeah my God. he he's doesn't so have the bad words. At words he's <laughs> so bad at words he's so bad at words you're not a writer so yeah, so uh, so you know, at the end of the episode, you see uh, Aaron and Serena going off to the airport, and he, and then of course Dan is trying to call her to say probably the thing he's supposed to say before when he had a chance, but he didn't because he's a dumbass. Nerd. Ugh. So she ignores the call because you know Aaron gives her like the you know I, I think I might love you. I think I might be falling in love with you, which is like I the think worst. first of all I might. And also falling in love. Those are three things that make this entire statement like maybe you're not. Hey, we're having a fun moment with the neck pillow. Stop it. Hey, give me it's that so neck awkward. pillow back. They're so awkward. We are having a fun moment for humans. And the thing is, he is a robot. Hello. He is a robot. And the thing is, like a couple episodes before, they were kind of like bantery. Yeah. I don't know what the switch was. They lost it. Bad acting. Bad acting. It's his bad acting, and I think there's been a very clear shift in this relationship. There's nothing there, and they are. It's so bummy. It's bumming me out because it's like the, you I two are pretending. The, I guess it was the yeah. dance. I mean, like the dance is kind of like the kind of the shift where you know. Oh, they realized that having sex with other people would like end it. Yeah, and they're kind of like they don't want to like. You know, oh, her and Dan. Yeah, yeah, and they kind of don't want to not fuck other people yet. When Dan was like, "Ooh, sex! I do like sex." Yeah. Sex with other women? Yeah, that'd be I, nice. I, I, uh, I, I hoped mean, it would happen again. 
blah 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 jokes. Eventually, uh-huh. but Serena, it was so special with you. It was uh, the best but night of now I want to go have sex. <laughs> right. So he remembered, I was a, he remembered being a boy and with a penis. So he got very excited about. It's know, a realistic was, teen thing to do. Teens. Yeah. Teens. <laughs> teens. 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 So yeah. So the so you know that's kind of how it ended in that regard. So. Um, I think we should go back to the Rufus, Lily, and Chuck of it all. Oh my because god! Because this is kind of how it like leads from the funeral to the wake, and now to this huge, huge thing that's been kind of like dangling around for the past couple of episodes. Lily potentially, Lily went to some kind of institution in France for years unknown years ago, reasons. Years and years ago, and it was kind of subtly dropped in the episode. Maybe I think three or four episodes back when like Bart had a um, dossier. dossier on Lily and she read her dossier, which is what this Andrew Tyler guy, you know, tracked down guy. all this shit about Fucking it. Fucking smarmy as shit. It's well, awful. And like, you know, she finds out this like, like, how did you find out about this? Like, you know, this pretty much probably, probably her, uh, her discharge papers from it or something. Yeah. Some kind of like, you know, material that came from the hospital that said that she was in the hospital in France, you know, 20 odd years ago. And they keep saying in France, it makes it sound so fancy. But she in also France. said, she was like, Bart, I don't care what's in this dossier. You could show my whole God. No, not that. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that for a future episode. Yeah. <laughs> what is this thing for I mentioned? Sure. So, Chuck, he wanted to investigate, try to get some closure on why his dad was in that car with Andrew Tyler. He knew that Andrew Tyler was hired by Bart to get some dirt on everyone <laughs> on everyone but specifically lily and rufus and so uh cc which we've forgotten <laughs> who's completely on the show she and lily have been kind of having like you know you know back and forth about what's going on lily told her that you know bart knows about what happened in france and that you know she wants her to cc to pay off andrew tyler to never have it released yeah that was a surprising move that lily was like CC, just pay him. Just pay him. I get rid of it. Instead of being like, I'll go do it myself. Yeah, she has a lot of money. Yeah, I don't understand why she just didn't do it. Yeah, I I don't know what that asking price is. There's no number that gets thrown around. Yeah, there isn't. A lot of bidders, but no numbers. Andrew Tyler will never have to investigate again, probably. Mm -hmm. I I I guess she just didn't want to be seen with Andrew Tyler, too. Because, like, you know, she's being kind of like. Um, like the papers like she's being like she's she's pretty prominent in the Upper East Side yeah. and I guess she didn't want to be seen with like some kind of like not low life but some like seedy character yeah like exactly Tyler. well you never so. know if there's gonna be a tween with a, f- a camera phone exactly oh my god Gossip Girl no one cares <laughs> about Lily on Gossip Girl they care enough about Bart True. to write a bye bye Bart True. Yeah. bye bye Bart bye bye Bart yeah so like there is reasons but like I guess she didn't also don't want to get her hands dirty yeah because mm. Lily's very she's good about like, mom doing it I'll yeah, make she, my elderly mother do it she's <laughs> very good about like having people do her bidding I, I was noticing at, at the top of the episode is it just like funny how grandma's like a drunk it's like isn't, oh, it, oh, isn't yeah. it so funny like how grandma girl. has like a drinking problem Eric Eric has a line where he's like yeah. grandma we all know there's a gin, gin in that mug and it's like Eric how dare you I love you you're what? so you're so witty. And I was like, you're oh, so so sassy. <laughs> At first, I was like, oh, this must be mom. And no, then, and every time realized... we see a breakfast in this house, it's a platter, a spread. It's, it's a always smorgasbord. It's, a, it's, smorgasbord. A, it's, a, it's the same smorgasbord every time. It's <laughs> seventy crullers, eighty croissants, a a, a Greek orgy of grapes like, and then and then everything. one bowl of granola <laughs> yeah there's one bowl of granola and no one eats no one eats anything and grandma's like eat, you can eat. never be too rich or too thin on the upper east side <laughs> it's a thing they say it's the thing probably 
classic. Um, classic. Someone just saw B walking into a McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> How disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, but yeah, so Lily, she like trying to convince her mother, you know, buy off Andrew, whatever you have to do, bribe him, I don't give a shit, but like, I don't need this to get it out. So you have Chuck, who, you know, is talking with Andrew Tyler, and you find out that there is no bidder. Susie had said that, like, oh, yeah, I paid him off. It's fine. It's chill. But she apparently lied to she Lily. lied to Lily, mm-hmm. saying, like, you know, uh, you know, she told Andrew Tyler, she wants this out of the open now, so, like, do whatever you want with it. And so Chuck was the only bidder for it. There was no real price, apparently, but he paid off andrew to get this information well that was a big question too because chuck tells andrew tyler like i'm about to come into a lot of money and he's like yeah well your your stepmom is about to come into a fuck ton of money so it all depends on who's going to give me that vague number that never gets actually defined i don't know who knows yeah so there's so there's like a lot of money being dealt with but also there's a lot of secrets so um so yeah so then you know chuck he's back into the bass manor and um, back like, at the ranch, it's like Wayne Manor, but oh yeah, sleazier and covered in like cum. <laughs> totally, don't put a black light on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so what? like it's the Chuck, black light turning on. Yeah. Oh, so true. Like, yeah, so like Chuck, he, you know, tells Lily, I know, I know, I know, I know what's going on, and. Lily's like, okay. He's sitting in front of a devil fire. Oh, totally. It's oh like, my it's like, god, it's in, uh, that fucking fire too. Was, it's like that's not a real fire. There's like a grate in the ground, and there's like little tiny flames flickering out of this metal grate. It still like, looks what? so dangerous though, especially what when he lights the happening? paper on fire later. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's a that's a fire you're which putting I was, in the trash can. Which I was so upset about. I was like, Chuck. At this point, I was like, Chuck, stay evil. Stay, yeah, go yeah. full, lean into it, bud. Mm-hmm. Let's let's wreck some stuff. Right, right, but yeah, it. he like, but yeah, like he uh, he burns a paper eventually, which you know is he's trying and Lily, a, yeah, because Lily, he, he Lily comes over and is basically like, don't push away the family that you have, <laughs> you know, because she, I like, I, what? I just really think it's funny that they keep saying we're your family because I'm like, you've been a family for less than maybe it's half been a, a year. year. They've, been, they've been they've been together since yeah, they've been together for a minute. I, yeah. I just think it's... Since last Christmas. Yeah. Like the previous year's Christmas. So that's when they got together. But okay. like, you know, Chuck year. doesn't have anyone else. And so I kind of feel like Lily's like trying to bring that in. She's too. trying to appeal to his conscience. Chuck yeah. doesn't need anyone else or Chuck a conscience. But my, but my cynical side is like, <laughs> well, what's the dark of side of all this character? And it's Lily being like, I got to keep Chuck close because I don't, I don't know what Chuck's going to do yeah. if he leaves this place and he has info on me. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like... I do think the show genuinely wants you to think like Lily cares about Chuck, but I think it part of her is also like I can't let this. Yeah. He might he might fuck me over yeah, or something. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I wanted him to go full Sith. You know, I want. I he want wanted him to Kylo Ren that shit. Dark side, yes. <laughs> yeah. But, so like, there's so many similarities between Gossip Girl and Star Wars. And Star Wars, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They're mirror images. Oh my god! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically mm-hmm. the same show. It's basically the same thing. S Wars. <laughs> With with lightsabers, yeah, that's right. Oh my god, yeah, the fire was Chuck's lightsaber, indeed. Yeah, so go. Chuck ends up burning the the info that he had on Lily, but mm-hmm. Cece uh, goes it to Rufus. Yeah, so she goes over to Rufus such and she's work. like, she's such a meddler. She's like, you know, I know Lily loves Medley you, Deville. but <laughs> I don't know. One <laughs> might say she's a monster in law. <laughs> 
Brandon liked my monster-in-law joke. I, I, um, <laughs> I watched that movie at the gym the other day because it was on the TV. It was not good. I choose to it watch Monster-in-law. And then you, There's nothing you ran it. for two hours because you were just got caught up. I got really into it. I can't I stop until, until the credits out. roll. That's funny. Um, so yeah, so Cece's over there and she's like, hey, Rufus, like Lily like has a, a giant water? secret. I know <laughs> I know Hi, you Rufus. have to <laughs> have a vitamin water. You're gonna need it. <laughs> this whole season this whole se- <laughs> This whole season has been Fucking nothing but vitamin water sponsorships. So many. At one point a, a hungover teenager is like, I need a revive. And like this, uh, the, and the tower was so, so fucking stupid, so tall. I thought it was gonna topple over and crush her. Where were they? The Hamptons? They were at like no, at some bar. Yeah, uh, so there was a vi- the, vitamin water oh, the vitamin party. Water party. Yeah, the, the vitamin party. water party in the Hamptons at the beginning of the season, where it's like vitamin water. Upper East Side loves vitamin water. No, they fucking don't. They don't. It's trash. It comes in plastic. <laughs> I had a revive this weekend. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a revive. Still works. Still, still, lots of good taste. Um, but I'm sorry, Cece comes over. I have yeah. not had a vitamin water since college. It's been. James is really hungover because we were tra- we were we were road tripping and uh, we like had to drive. He was like, like get like some Gatorade or something like that to get some electrolytes, and he couldn't find anything, so he got a vitamin water and he got a revive. And I had to like. Snap. Oh my god! I was like, oh my god! I got a revive. And I got very excited about it, and he didn't understand why. I was like, yeah, he was like, what are you talking about? He was like. <laughs> It's a Gossip Girls thing. It's all good. Maybe like, you should watch the show. Yeah, so I like Snapchat and she was like, oh my God. <laughs> triple, triple X or bust. That's what I say. Excuse me? What? Triple X? What? what that flavor? It? State of the Union? <laughs> what no. are you saying right now? Triple X is a flavor of vitamin water. The return of Sandra Cage? <laughs> Isn't that no. like a code word for triple sex? X. Well, Triple X is a porn, but like Triple X is also a it's movie with Van, with um, with um, Van Diesel? <laughs> triple X. <laughs> Van, Van, Van Diesel. Van, Van, oh my God, I've Van seen Triple X. I've seen that movie. Yeah. Well, you're getting yeah. another one. It's called Triple X, X, The Return of Xander Cage. Cage. Why wouldn't they just but call it like Quadruple X? a vitamin mm. water called Triple X. It's the acai sugar. I like, I like how Subi said, is Triple X a code word for sex? Isn't it? <laughs> it's porn. I think it's, yeah. very, I think it's very clear code for sex. Okay. Triple X. Triple X. So, Cece, she goes to tell Rufus. <laughs> Hello, Rufus. <laughs> And um, feed him vitamin water out of he, his he was re- he was ready for his trip because I love They're that always I love that go. shot of like his guitar <laughs> set up. He's like two yeah. can't wait to break this two two montages yeah. in less than ten minutes set to a full song. The oh wet the God. wedding montage. No, it was a um it was a uh, um block party song. But we'll 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 talk about that in music. Oh, yes. about that. But two montages. Two yeah, montages. that was nuts. But he was so excited, so so excited to like <laughs> bust out his guitar. He's like, I'm gonna play some music. You know, he. I want to go away with Lily. I'm gonna seduce the shit out of her with my guitar. With my six string superhero. <laughs> so oh, he was man. his git box. Um, <laughs> that's what they call it, right? I'm gonna seduce you with my guitar. <laughs> yeah, his gonna, git box. I'm just <laughs> gonna licks, licks tune you all up. the way down it. Oh. Ew. Ew. Oh, I feel like you would cut your wood. tongue. That's some uh, But he, but like she comes, you know, saying like, "Does hey. she? Does she? Yeah, she does." Um, but she comes over and she tells you know Rufus like, "This secret's been going on for a long time, and I want you guys to have a chance. But if you don't know this, you will never have a chance." Yeah, she's like, "You can't really." She thinks my daughter thinks that she can have a clean slate. But she can't unless she tells you what I'm about to tell you. <gasps> and it's like, and it's set off screen. Yeah, so we don't, we still don't know. We don't I, know until like the very last. Yeah, second. it's the Which last line. I, I thought I was not understanding something. No. I was like, oh no, they're doing this to keep Do you I watching the show. They've okay. been dangling. I was like, Do I, 
does everyone else know? No, <laughs> and I don't know. Well, yeah, I want to hold off to the ending of that yeah. though until we get to the wedding. I want to finish off the wedding real okay. quick. Oh yes. So the, the wedding, wedding. Speaking of sunrise sunset, it's a Jewish plus Christian wedding. Am yeah. I wrong? Yes. Yeah, it's a Jewish wedding yes. and plus Christian. So it's cool. So Blair, she is there with Dorota. Um, Serena and Aaron are there because apparently Cyrus is his father. We always forget. Because apparently, because they, they never have a conversation together ever. They're in the same. They're not even the same shot in this, are they? No. I Hello, think Dad. I think Hello. Little, I think, it, I think, <laughs> a, le- I think it's guy. legitimately a framing issue, but like, <laughs> they just can't be in the same scene because they're like, wait, just like he's back it up, back it up, yeah. back it up. Yeah. Oh my God, back it up. <laughs> Aaron, you're so tall. Oh my God, stop being so up. tall. How do you get so tall? Yeah. So like, you know, they're having a wedding, and it's very sweet because like, you know. It's a, it's a, it's the first time you see like Blair, you know, show some sort of happiness in this episode because yeah. like she's been devastated by the rejection oh. she got from Chuck. Yeah, and, like, and she told Cyrus. She told about Cyrus it. about it, and like her and Cyrus are like having a moment, and Eleanor sees it, and it's very touching. It's so sweet. I love Eleanor and Cyrus so much. Like I feel like they're the one of the most believable couples in the show. Absolutely. I don't know why, but they just seem like they're so in love. Well, they seem like it's like it's genuine. Yeah, it's genuine, and like they're not they're not trying to scheme. They're not trying to like manipulate anybody. They're just like two they're in just love. in love yeah and that's really sweet and kind and i love when old people are in love i know that's so well, nice. he seems to sort of soften her like flintier edges Absolutely. like he accepts that she's flinty mm-hmm. but he can be the one to sort of pat her hand and go it's not that big of a deal yeah calm down yeah calm down <laughs> yeah so it's sweet. not enough so not like, enough and like you know just to have a another like father figure in blair's life because she's like been kind of like since her father backstory about blair's father he's gay he um, married, uh, well, not married, but he's partnered up with one of Eleanor's past models when for her fashion line, Is and they that, live in uh, and they live in France together. Of course, so, everything happens in France. I forgot. So, I forgot about the fact that like Eric, in my mind, was the only gay character, but uh, the dad is actually a good representation of a gay character. Sure, sure, sure. Well-rounded, healthy, happy. Yeah. Yeah, so like there, he's have, but he's has his own life though, yeah. separate from Blair. So she really doesn't have like a day to day father figure. So like having Cyrus there, it's really nice. And just seeing that moment between Cyrus and Blair was really sweet and it lovely. It was so, it was so touching. So like and sad. seeing like the wedding was great. And during the wedding, Dorota tells um, Blair <laughs> that someone's upstairs, and so she gets taken away from the um, from the from the wedding. And there's Chuck crying <laughs> looking absolutely hot and, and Cher's like drooling over here yeah, like, we can't uh, even have a wedding without someone whispering a dramatic secret into an ear it's like couldn't we just fu- for can we have 30 minutes where there's not a secret whispered in an ear no we cannot but this scene is like really beautiful like uh, as far as like story plot goes this scene's beautiful because it's like silent almost like he doesn't there's, say there's anything. like 10 minutes of silence like not silence of just not talking in yeah the no last dialogue yeah it's yeah. very strange but I like it like it's framing purposes like the like you know just like i'm here you're at my safe place mm-hmm. and then kind of like coming together in that moment was really nice and lovely and something we haven't really seen and they spend the night together but they just kind of like lay with each other and hold each other and in the morning blair she big spoons him yeah it's really cute um but like blair she's left alone chuck leaves her a note saying like you know i'm sorry, sorry for you everything better you deserve better which is facts and <laughs> don't and don't, don't fun don't come and find me. Which yeah. is the most Chuck thing I've ever heard in my life. Don't don't even try. You don't know what happened. <laughs> but please try. Save me. Don't save me. I love, hate you. Yeah. So, yeah. So like, I want to have your baby murder you. <laughs> Chuck, I want to have your baby oh, choke yeah. itself in the womb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, oof. It's bad. So, you know, Blair's devastated. 
and you know everyone's kind of like leaving on their own and then of course the episode essentially ends with rufus going to meet lily at the at grand central at station, station which where is, it all started it all started it's very it's very like full circle yeah kind of situation here it did feel weird being back there because i was like that's just where the pilot basically yeah. starts mm. I, I was a little confused i was like man why didn't he just tell her to like why'd they both have to go all the way down to grand central station like give her a call why didn't like, he just give be her like, a call yeah you know sorry i'm, can't gonna, come I'm gonna come by. over yeah I it guess had to be more dramatic it had to yeah. be more dramatic oh, and also true. this is the kind of thing you say some to someone's face you don't that tell is true. Yeah. Um, oh this is kind of like a right big reveal i just i was surprised i was like oh we're gonna do this in like a public place the entire commute like, rufus was like what am i gonna say to her it has to be a great do you think rufus took a taxi or do you think he took the train it's it's rufus he's cool dad so he like took the train train with like one arm you know yeah like, yeah. like stupid in his own like anger just like look trying to make eye contact with someone else on the train to be like no and yeah. everyone just being like nope nope nope, nope, yeah, nope. But d- don't talk to me yeah. don't at me anyone want to hear a counting crows cover <laughs> definitely <laughs> no i was a rock star in the 90s yeah like and so like, yeah and so like the most shocking thing of this episode is this like reveal this thing that's been kind of like on the surface and probably you know something that if you go back as far as like even the pilot this has been kind of a, you can like if you think about the way lily's acted around rufus and this like weird bear that she's put herself against mm-hmm. it's like she's kind of like kept herself from falling because like this secret's been kind of you know hovering over and it's something that she's buried deep down but apparently Tell me one thing. Is it a boy or a girl? Rufus and Lily had a baby together. <gasps> goo goo gaga. Yeah. Who, get, who gets to say the, the big line, though? What, what are you saying? The the line that he like had been planning that whole commute, and then he oh, like spits it Oh, was it a boy or a girl? Yeah. yeah. Just tell me one thing. And he says to Cece, he's like, Cece, I don't care what it is. Nothing you say will prevent me from what's that? <laughs> oh, that is actually oh, that's, that's the, the one thing. thing. Yeah. He's yeah. so mad at her. I want to be like, I feel like, you said it would if not. If Lily matter. had killed someone, he wouldn't have been as mad. Well, so we're going to do that already. So. <laughs> I killed someone. Also, the fact. <laughs> Oh my God! That so was such a fake out rug pull. Like oh, Serena killed someone. No, she didn't. She did not. She, did not. she was in the room. When Serena's died. just out of her mind. So dumb. You so called dumb. an ambulance. Yeah. But yeah was it so enough? Baby. Not enough. Not enough. No. Guilty. <laughs> He's the prosecutor. He is a lawyer. He is the prosecutor for Serena's criminal. True. Yeah. Throw her in jail. But yeah, it's like this like really shocking thing. <laughs> I I remember like really watching this episode like the first time because I watched it live. Yeah. Like, throughout the entire thing, I'm like, like oh, I, I going to make sense. I couldn't. Sense. I didn't guess it. I, the entire time, I was like, I want to know why she's in the institution. I don't know why it's such a big deal. And I was like, well, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. But because she has, like a. You know, she had an adult black baby. Well, it makes the whole thing about like the fact that Dane and Serena want to be together and have been together because it's like, oh my God, your parents already had a baby. You share a sibling. It's a half sibling, but it's still a sibling. Still a sibling. You share a sibling. Oh my God. It's enough. (laughs) 50% of DNA. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Oh my God. Please stop. No Not enough. I can't sp- take it. A I'm spinoff <laughs> of young Wallace Shawn's character, Cyrus, uh, in the young... You uh, mean Aaron Rose? Yes. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Who did he have sex with to have Aaron? It doesn't... What are yeah. the genes that are mixing up in that Kylo skill? Ren! 
I had sex with Kyler Ren. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's... <laughs> oof, I don't know. But he, he had sex with a mannequin and out popped <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> Half mannequin, man. <laughs> my son is a I, mannequin. I have no person. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> mannequin. Me. Definitely mannequin. Oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, that is the episode. So we'll be right back after the sponsor. For listeners of the Gossip Girls podcast, Sorry Parkers are offering a free five-day home try-on to give you the opportunity to check out our glasses. Free try-ons? Yeah. And I mean, I don't know, but like, so one time I ordered them and I wore them all outside and like was going out to like different parties and stuff like that. And I was pretending that they're actual and was taking them to like actual, like, like, these are my glasses. My new glasses aren't cute. Like they didn't even have prescriptions. Oh yeah. They didn't have prescriptions. And I was just like out here looking and actually, actually like got a guy's number off. Like I like your glasses. Like, thank you. So if you want a guy's number or girl's number or whomever you desire number, just general attention. And you can do that too. I mean, who doesn't want numbers or attention? You can go to worryparkertrial.com slash postloudness so you know they came from us. Again, that is So, wow. This episode. This episode. Woof. But... Now, fun segment time. Fashion. Let's talk about funeral fashion because there's some there's hot funeral, funeral fashion. fashion. Oh, my God. Oh boy. There's some hot I funeral fashion. I absolutely love Serena's black trench coat. Really? I really like trench coats, and her trench coat is amazing. You don't like her trench coat? I don't want the embellishments. Oh, I love it. Really? So cute. It's got, like, these buttons on the neck part. Collar. On the collar. <laughs> the neck part. I know words. I'm the regular Dan Humphrey. <laughs> the last part before the neck appears. The collar. <laughs> Shut up, everyone. The last Anyways, part before the, the hands good. appear. The sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> I call them, these are hand holes. Hand holes. <laughs> I can't find the hand holes. <laughs> head hole. <laughs> this shirt is crazy. <laughs> this body fabric the is head hard. has five holes and all of them are necessary. <laughs> okay, I'm going to p- go put money in the 30 rock jar. I'm sorry. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Ding. Armholes. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, uh, do, 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 do. I, I loved uh, Blair's wedding dress. <gasps> oh my god! I wrote so down that it was really? glamorous I and glorious. I did not like her dress at the wedding at all. Really? It yeah. was like very 1920s. I loved oh, it. Dorota's like dress like a uh, like love, an extra from Ever After. <laughs> I love Dorota's outfits when she's trying very to be fancy. It's so cute. I just love how like she still has like a like a Sparkly little hair, headband. a little yeah, a little hair accessory that's very similar to <laughs> like still her maid uniform. She's so perfect. <laughs> Dorota's such a perfect gossip girl. It's like her like her Gossipiest. like yeah. <laughs> oh god, it's so cute. It's like her glamour Miss Blair. uniform. <laughs> Miss Blair. Miss Blair. Blair, what are you doing? She's so cute. She's so, so cute. cute. Um, I liked um, I liked all the trench coats I saw. Like um, I liked um Dan's peacoat. Thought it was pretty. Yeah, good. that was that looked he's nice. Such a That's skinny good. little guy. Oh, he's so we, tiny. Yeah, Everything he's looks like it like skinny. it weighs so heavy tiny. on him. He's so miniature. When you see him with his shirt off, it's like this is a little guy. Yeah, yeah he's little. He's really tiny. What is that. he pushing? <laughs> Not much. Um, <laughs> when he gets in that bed, what is this little guy pushing? Well, I don't under- understand what you're saying right now. How Push. much power is in that pelvis? <laughs> <laughs> He's a little guy. Oh my god! Serena like towers over him. She could break him like a fucking celery stalk. <laughs> she could break Aaron too. Absolutely. She's a woman. She's she's He's a, a robot. Woman. She's a strapping woman. Um. Ew, Aaron in bed 
Oh. Uh, oh God. Uh, Can you imagine? Stop, I can't. No. Oh my God, everyone. Stop the stuff. <laughs> Never gonna have sex. I don't again. want to take your picture anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so no um, Jenny's dress at, oh, the, at uh, the funeral. What a what a fucking Rocky Horror Picture Show. I liked her dress. It wasn't funeral appropriate, but I liked it. It was very like leather studs. I'm oh, going I don't to know a what late we're night party. About. I thought we were talking about like her furry dress, like. Or not dress. It was a it was a furry coat. It was a black furry coat. Oh, that that's she wore. Yeah. I really it's like part, that. I think that is part of it. But She's got like, those gloves. The gloves are really cute. I love oh, gloves. gloves. But the skirt though, I just didn't like the I didn't like the the frilly of it. Oh, I don't think I remember this outfit then. Yeah, but the jacket, everything like from the waist up was awesome. But it was like the the skirt was just not my cup of tea. Um, what do I, you guys think of Eleanor's uh, pleated ruffle jacket at the wedding that Jenny made for mm, her? You know, now that I think about it, I can't really like recall it, it in was, my head. It was like it was a white jacket, and then it had like a pleated ruffle. Was it as bad as that minion snowball dance? It was dress? terrible. Oh my god, it was so bad. It looked like it looked like some kind of like Elton Jenny's John not leftover talented. jacket. Yeah, it looked like something yeah. Like Elton John would wear. It's so TV when characters have to say to you, "The thing that you're looking at, or the thing that I'm reading that this other character wrote, is genius." Because it's like, well, if the mm-hmm. other characters don't say it, then I'm just going to assume everyone thinks what I do, which is that it's nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Jenny, your clothes are so terrible. brilliant. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's all the fashion that I have. Um, Me too. Yeah, I think for the most part that's fashion. Um, I did like Blair's um funeral. Dress I too. I wrote down. I was drunk when I watched this the first time, and I wrote <laughs> down here uh that Blair was wearing a dress that looked like it had eyeballs on it. But now I don't. I watched it the second time, and I don't know what I was looking at. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> you saw eyeballs. You're like, they're so like drunk. Man- they were your own. Like, what? a mirror, yeah. Soupy. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blair's wearing something weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. So music. Block party. They. Um. I love block party. Um. It was very nineteen. It was two thousand and seven, two thousand eight when I heard block party a lot. So, um. It was fun listening. They played two like um two block party songs. They played a lot of classical music in this episode. They did. Um. Signs was the one that kind of like. Um, was a moment where um, Chuck came in the bedroom, was like all sad-eyed and. When crying. does what does Block Party play over? I'm trying um, to find that in my in the sure. show. Okay, the ep- okay Block Party Biko was during the funeral scene when um, when uh, Chuck and Dan were like fighting and kind of like Dan was oh. like I'm leaving now, and then um, uh, Block Party's uh, signs was like during the wedding scene. And then on also when Blair went upstairs to find Chuck in her room. Oh, so they were they were all over this episode. Yeah. Then. Okay. Yeah. They had right. And it was it was playing when he was like burning the yeah and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there was a there was a few blood party songs, and like I think in season two when like the show got a lot of popularity, musicians were like kind of vying to like have like monopoly yeah. on like certain episodes. Like a few episodes back, we had a whole episode all of Kings and Leon. That oh. was weird. And then like hmm. the and then the last episode in the at the wedding and at the wedding the uh the snowball there was another band that played a few songs throughout the entire episode i can't remember the name right now something about asteroids but like oh i listened to them because i was 
Uh, my coworker also really likes them, mm-hmm. and I listened to some of their songs. They're I did good. not recognize them. That yeah, seems yeah. unique to me. I can't think of another show like where that would be like a um, a convention where like each episode like you'll hear the songs of, of a very particular band. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like, interesting. Yeah, like it got popular in season two, and then they did it again like later on in the series. But like oh. in season two, it definitely was. I mean, like, I'm thinking of like one one show. God, I watch a lot of terrible TV. Vampire Diaries. They, I heard that's really fun to watch. It's great, but um. There was this very specific moment at the end of season three where, like, Sigaross, which is an incredible band, did an entire mm-hmm. episode of their, like, they basically, like, previewed their new album on oh. that episode. Wow. That's cool. Which is cool. So, I like, thought it was pronounced Sigur Rose until just this. Sigur Rose. I don't know. I don't know music. That's fine. The, uh, the it's made up language. It's not even. It's not even Icelandic. It's like their own made up. It's, it's like supposed to be Icelandic, but it's not because technically Icelandic's native tongue is English. So oh. yeah, there is. And so like they made their own like weird language that is just like them making sounds. The uh, I I watched the I think the pilot of the Vampire Diaries on Netflix and it this was after I had seen Community use the the song Gravity. Oh yeah, and the pilot has Gravity in it, and I was like, this song really is like more ubiquitous. Oh, it's so than I thought. Gravity. Oh, it's by Sarah Bareilles. Like yeah. Andy, I don't want to find. Mm-hmm. I don't want to find Gravity. <laughs> you guys are it's not hard explaining gravity. what this song is. It's a little um, hard to pick out the words. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's got the word gravity in it. It's it's a Sarah Barilla song. It's like any kind of like sappy like romantic comedy moment. You think of like these two people Defying are gonna have like gra- no, that's no, that's from it. Wicked. That's Wicked, like a like being pulled into your gravity. It's it's. I don't know the song. We'll, I'll play it for you post. Thank you. Uh, it's episode. it's very pretty, but it's it's sort of been like stretched thin, diluted, overused. Okay. It diluted. came out in like 2007, and it's just like one of those like these people are gonna have a meet cute, or these people are gonna be like you know, you know they're gonna end up together. It's like when they have that moment where they're looking across the room from each other. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're the one who's to be with. It's very much like a like a very like quintessential like very sappy song that plays in like it, 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 I'm sure it's played in an episode of Mindy Project like that's kind of like soundtrack song that is I was just thinking that yeah yeah. so yeah it's, th- that song wasn't on the episode but it's they had a lot of moments like that as far as music goes mm-hmm. but yeah so um, pretty good music uh, Otek Lotek I couldn't find any Otek Lotek moments a, but you go for it I had a, a couple um, so what this isn't I don't even know if it's old tech, low tech. It's just a bad use of how technology works. Mm. So when Chuck is leaving the the wake, um, he gets into the elevator and Blair sees him and she pushes the down button and the elevator closes. And like if she pushes the down button, the elevator shouldn't close. That happens all the it time should, in TV and movies. It's it like I'm pressing open. it and yet it doesn't. It's an elevator. That's how elevators are designed to work. If someone presses it, it's the most annoying thing when you're on the elevator trying to get somewhere and some like douchebag comes and presses it and it opens. This happens to be at work all the time. Um, merchandise mart um <laughs> so that was Going that up. was really annoying um another old tech low tech thing serena texted dan and aaron the same text message at the same time but this is before group text messages so they each got an individual text that's from true her. and god the and pettiness they were so petty about wouldn't, it i got it wouldn't first that be hilarious though if she like group texted them, them though like that would be hilarious like she like, like so technically did she technically did but like she did it individually but like it would be even pettier if she like just like I don't think of you guys individuals. It's like oh you're a group, and yeah. I think that would be way funnier. That that would be funny because then they would I 
<laughs> they would both be so irritated, like, I don't want to be in this group message. <laughs> <laughs> you text me. Mute, unsubscribe. Yep, and yep. Like, the thread just kept on going. Like, she just, like, start, like, relaying different oh. things. Oh, oh my God. God. These characters Amazing. with Twitter, these characters in the world of Twitter would be nightmares. Oh, just saying, like, I love you. One of you. Eric's Twitter would and be like, guess. great hashtag, day today. Hashtag School. Undecided. I'm so wise. <laughs> Is Jonathan mad at me? Mm. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. think Jonathan's mad at me anymore. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Why I would Jonathan be mad at me? He's the one that's cheating. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I, I tried to kill myself. <laughs> yeah. I definitely oh want them to like have like a love triangle and just like hashtag undecided. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like that's that's all I want. Um, so perfect. My stepdad knows about my boyfriend. It's weird. <laughs> my stepdad's dead now. Oh well. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops I miss my brother. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag R.I.P. Bart. <laughs> Chuck, I just I don't I already lost my dad. I don't want to lose my brother. Oh my Eric. god, Eric. I guess we're, since we're talking about that now, we should go and write um, any more low-tech low tech or not. Nope. Okay, straight observations. So Straight observations. Yeah. I have a very important one because I, I think this show knew it made a mistake in its first season. And I'm reminded of it in this episode because there's that scene where uh, Eleanor and Cyrus are sort of swooning over the newspaper like, oh, what a great photo. And they're all eating those bagels. Uh-huh. And Blair sort of decides that she's going to leave. I'm leaving the room now. I'm Blair. And she comes back with a little coy, like, cupy Valentine smile on her face. And she sort of picks up the plate of bagels and takes it with her as if to say, like, I'm going to finish these in my room. And it's like, oh, right. remember the first season when Blair had an eating disorder <laughs> and the show didn't know what to do with it? So it got rid of it. Like, they just wrote it off. Like, oh, I'll just go see my doctor. And it's never been brought up again. Yeah, that's a book thing, too. Okay. Like, like, um, her, like Blair having bulimia was a book thing. And it was like one of her defining characteristics. It was very yeah. dark for it that was, show. The first season fucked up in a lot of ways. Well, the thing was, like, they were trying to bring a lot of the, sh- the book elements yeah, into and the series. The thing was, like, like, the show was way lighter than the book series. And mm-hmm. the book series is very vapid and kind of, like, one-dimensional. Yeah. But it had a lot of, like, really fucked up shit going on in it. Well, Eleanor like tortured Blair in that first season. There's that line where she's like, why don't you go get one of those pies, Blair? And Blair like takes the pie into the back and like just shovels it into her mouth. And I'm like, this show is getting a lot darker and harsher and very quickly. That's, yeah. And so when she takes those bagels away, I'm like, well, I'm glad she doesn't have an eating disorder anymore. Yeah, I thought about that too, though, actually, like when you come and think about the whole like eating thing, I'm like, huh. But then also it's like, maybe they're like, Oh, she's like more confident with herself, and then you know, like maybe she's moved past this, and I kind of like want to. Yeah, think it's about like even if it is an eating disorder, it's not yeah. like something that necessarily defines you every second of every day. Sure. Yeah. And so I think it's it's like how they knew. comforted too, and yeah. I think like in a lot of ways, food is comfort. And the bagel was probably really good after Cyrus told her Word. to put. Not enough capers. Put a, put a tickle of the onion. A tickle. Ugh. Not enough. Oh, I, it, my God. All the words that you're saying are disgusting. Well, it's like how they knew Chuck couldn't be a rapist. So they yeah, just made Chuck a cat. Just disappear. Because he tried to fuck Jenny in the first episode. Yeah. Against oh, yes. her will. And it's also like, maybe try, this is a little much. He also tried to, like, you know, um, hook up with Serena, too. All the, the time. Well, no, but like in the first episode too, within like within hours of each other. Yeah, in mm-hmm. the in the kitchen, I think, or something. Yeah, in, in the like, kitchen of a hotel. Is that the same that party her. in the first episode? Is that the same venue with like the snowball dance? I think so. I think Isn't that's where they school? go for their parties. No, I, I think it's just like a venue. But oh. Yeah, I'm sure like it has some relation to the show uh, to the uh, school because it's a fundraiser. Yeah, that's right. True. They're both fundraisers. Um, but yeah, 
Um, teens and alcohol. Any other three observations? I have. Um, so when they first start talking about Bart Bass, they say he has more towers <laughs> than Trump and more money than Bloomberg. Yeah. Oh boy. More billions than Bloomberg. Oh, more. more yeah, billions. I was gonna say that that Trump reference Duh. really like it hits. It cuts more like, coins than yeah. Scrooge McDuck. Uh, like He's rich, I tell you. Anyway. Yeah. I have another story observation. Mm-hmm. This is I don't know. This Ozenet. is like a really strange thing. So like when Blair and Nate are taking Chuck to the funeral. Um, Chuck is reeking of alcohol and Blair <laughs> says, do you need me to stick my finger down your throat? Nate'll hold back your hair. And that was just a really like bizarre thing to say. Yeah. And it, um, the way she said it too is very kind of like a come on. Yeah. And then <laughs> Nate goes, you had me and then you lost me. Yeah. I was like, what? And I was like, just like the rest of us, Nate. Yeah. Nate seems to be a little uh, perplexed as to why he's even in the episode. <laughs> I like I, yes. Oh, right. Right. I'm Chuck's friend. Yes. yes, yes. So confused. I want to be with Vanessa. She got, she gets to not be in this. <laughs> Where's, I want to be with her. Right. She's at the cafe. Why would you <laughs> stick the cafe. Your, your finger down someone else's throat? To make them vomit up the yeah, alcohol. Yeah, but you would have them do it themselves, right? Well, I think she was doing it to like, be sexual. But Chuck's being Ew, so obstinate. What? I'm going to put my fingers no. on your throat. No. Okay, uh, new topic. Another <laughs> yeah. story observation. Uh, there's a fantastically ridiculous moment where Rufus is playing the guitar and he's singing <gasps> some song. We forgot, we forgot to talk about, about that. that. Okay, and, uh, that's our favorite song. Dan favorite comes song in. Who sings that originally? Rufus. That's song. Oh, that's his that's song. That's his song. Remember in the for episode? Lily? Yeah. yeah I remember oh. it was last season. And he that's played why he that was song playing with, it. With, with um, Lisa Loeb. Oh my god. Lincoln fucking Hawk. Lincoln Hawk. That's his. We reference that oh song man. like Lisa way Loeb. Too much. Lisa Loeb trying to act. Hello, Rufus. Amazing. Hi, I am Lisa Loeb. <laughs> so amazing. But he's playing she, that she song. She makes a comeback. Just she does. Yes. I will not tell you when. I will not tell you where. But it will upset you. It will but upset you. Though. She'll just be a specter. You never know when she's going <laughs> to Lisa Love is Gossip Girl. She's Gossip oh my God, Girl. I ruined it. <laughs> that would be brilliant. But he's playing the song with you. And Dan comes in and he's like, hey, so uh, Lily, by the way. And there is a comedic plunk. <laughs> like he literally stops playing the guitar on a comedic pitch. Like, Bleh. oh my God. What? What about Lily? Boing. Oh my god! You might, you might as well have so a record amazing. scratch in that to. moment. Yeah, so beautiful. You're probably wondering how I got here. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably wondering why I'm fucking my son's oh my <laughs> girlfriend's <God>. mother. <laughs> Whoops. So bad. We keep it in the family. So gross. Um, so gross. Have you ever talked about how when that show started advertising itself leading up to that first season that the marketing campaign was actually really controversial? Oh, yeah. Oh, because it was like teens having sex. Yeah. Parents like, People went out of their minds. Yeah. But the show actually, in hindsight, kind of seems really tame now. Well, in terms of the sexual elements, it, like sure. people have sex. By, 2000, like, by 2016 standards, it's very tame. But like, yeah. like well, this came out in 2007. This was like 11 years ago. People this were still pre-Obama. Like, Pre-MTV Skins, which really freaked people out. Yeah. That MTV adaptation that? of Skins. Well, Skins was like a UK show, which was like sex and drugs, sex and drugs, sex and drugs. Teens? All right, yeah, it was it was teens having. Oh. It's a UK show. It's I loved the first two seasons a lot. It was very good, um, but they wanted to do a remake. So of course, of um, you know, you know America, States, America mm. never makes films with their own stuff they have to like either borrow from books or across the pond so they or made make things so it was on it was on mtv and um people they, freaked people out people freaked out this was like maybe four years ago this came out i think 2012 2013 mm-hmm. and um i remember the funniest thing was like taco bell took away its endorsement because it was like 
we're a family restaurant. Fuck you, Taco Bell. I'm still gonna eat it. Taco Bell's a family restaurant. You are not a ta- you are not a family restaurant. You, you are a four a.m. drunk restaurant. Bring your yeah. whole or, family. you know, eight p.m. sober. <laughs> bring your extended family Absolutely. to get crunch wraps. I mean, let's not. Like, I mean, I don't want to like. Let's not hate on Taco Bell. Taco Bell is amazing. I wanted to have an endorsement by Taco Bell. I'm not yeah. Gonna lie. So. Oh my God! What if we were endorsed by Taco Bell? That would be amazing. <sighs> That'd be the best day of my life. Indeed. Even if they paid us in Taco Bell gift cards. Put it that out there. That is valid. I want yeah. that. Or yeah. st- like directly in tacos. They're like, for this episode, you get four tacos. We just, right. at, we just ate at Moe's. That's a taco place too. Moe's. Moe's Cantina? Moe's. Moe's is the uh, uh, podcast sponsor for Harut. <laughs> Moe's. The, Moe's. Uh, the other, other. Moe's where they have uh, celebrity lookalike posters on the wall. People that look like celebrities. Well. This skinny white guy kind of looks like John Lennon. <laughs> but but is it? But is it? No. no. Oh boy. No. Yeah. So um, we ended that tangent. But yeah, like it was um, it was very intense. Like the marketing. I remember oh. people just like kind of like going crazy. I remember my mom kind of like like, hey, did you see this like this this crazy sexy show going to start coming on? And she told me like, you know, like she knew about the books Gossip Girl. She was like, looks kind of hot. You gonna watch it? <laughs> Your mom. Looks hey, fri- hey, friend, hey, friendo, daughter. Uh, <laughs> well, because the marketing was would say things like OMFG, and people yeah. were like, "Oh my fucking god, or you like, can't say you that." You can't say you can't say the letter F. Or, no. or like, or like your parents were a nightmare, and it's like a scene of like yeah. a bare like, shoulder. Serena, it's like of, of Serena, Serena like being, being like, made out yeah. with or whatever. Like, oh, I think I've, I think I've seen that. <laughs> she was, the, she was like, like involved two, in it. She was yeah. like kissed up on. She's like this, and there's like one hand. It was very it was very Bucknally. Parents' worst nightmare. Like that. Fun fun fact that was the episode. Where like she, she murdered someone. Well, she murdered somebody yeah. because I the guy OD'd. And so he was stupid. like making out with her. She's like, okay, I'm I'm kind of into this. And then she's like, I just had sex with somebody else. Cop, this show's wild. Yeah, this show, this show's great. This show's wild. When is Georgina gonna come back? The big she's bad. She's always coming back at like that other season. Yeah, every yes. single season, season finale she's in. So, Georgina. Yeah, so uh, that's the episode, guys. So want to rate the episode? Yes. We do it one out of ten. So wh- what would you give this guest, Jonathan? Brandon, you can go over first. <laughs> you have no Ten. Okay. <laughs> you have literally ten out no of context. Ten. Uh, I would say that in terms, man, how would I go about, like, what does the scale mean to me <laughs> is what I'm trying to figure out. In comparison to other episodes. Okay, ten was last episode. I feel like us. if the turns and the twists feel organic enough, that's when I'm most pleased. When it feels like the TV gods sort of pulling yeah. the strings, that's when it tends to feel a little cheap. In this one, I feel like genuinely like everything that came before informs what's going on. There's no like cheap turns, like sudden like this makes no sense or like a character wouldn't act like this moment. Um, so I feel like probably like a seven, seven out of ten. I, I give it five out of ten gossips. But ten oh. out of ten girls. Oh God! <laughs> Did Brandon Please leave? Please leave immediately. Seven <laughs> ejected. <laughs> I wanted to see if does. Seven. Do you have stray observations, Brandon? Oh yeah. No, I had. Um, <laughs> no. My I, I the one thing I was going to bring up was the Trump Tower comment. Okay. Which oh, we there talked about. Ruined it. Word. Ruined it. Susie. Uh, <laughs> I just called you Susie. Though. Susie's really cute. I like that. How many um, gossips? I would give it five gossips <laughs> out of ten. Really? That's and what I said. Also, five girls. That's out of what 10. I said. <laughs> if I were only person to give us a nine, I did not this, like this episode. I love this episode. No, I I don't know. I I, I love it when it's like shitty. I, I fucking the- hated the Serena, Aaron, Dan storyline okay. so yeah. much. Okay. I was bored. Are you, are you giving it nine drunk chucks? Out I of would 10? like the the Chuck and like <laughs> I think I might the Rufus and Lily <laughs> thing. That Chuck was so like. Oh was my god! So- you're you're. 
You're blinded <laughs> because you're so attracted to like drunk, messed up, fucked up Chuck. Nine okay. smelly okay. Chucks. You know what? Okay, if I'm gonna be like real here, I'll give it a six. I'll give it a six out of ten. I think um, most of the storylines were pretty silly. Um, I thought the Chuck storyline with Rufus and Lily was the most compelling. The only one that was compelling. Um, I did not really. I, I love Cyrus and Eleanor. I thought mm-hmm. that moment was really nice, and I think it wasn't. But I also don't think it was earned, just because like we just we just met. Yep. Cyrus. Agreed. I think it would have been funner if it was a little later in the season and like have more time dedicated to the wedding. Yeah. And it was kind of slapped together. I I wanted um, Blair and Cyrus to have more screen time. Absolutely. They ended the they bonding. Should, like, they should have rolled out the whole Bart thing too. I know it was the mid season finale, so you really have to like pack that in. But the the thing that you said at the beginning, like Bart in a coma, would have been fantastic. Yeah. Everyone would have had. Yeah, everyone would have dealt with that in their own way. It would have been very dramatic. For sure. So yeah, Hmm. it's just um, it's it it didn't. It felt kind of just like a a thing that happened, and then everybody kind of was like reacting to it. So six out of ten, I think it probably is my actual scoring for it. Um, But I did nine out of ten for Hot Chuck. But nine out of ten for Hot Chuck. Holy shit! Holy shit! It's Uh, hilarious. Smelly Chuck. Smelly Smelly Chuck. The fact that I said like all the Smelly Chuck. Chuck. What, what aren't you, you with drinking? Me? Okay, oh, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Why anyway. aren't you with me? Chucky Chuck? What would your Chucky What Chuck. would your couple name be? Up Chucky Chuck. Because you have the same start. It would be like Chuck. Double Chuck. <laughs> double. Ch- double. Ch- double. Yeah, if you double if you, chocolate chip. <laughs> you would be. You, you would be chair. 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 Yeah, chair. Blair. Chair. You would be chair. chair. You would be chair, or you would be Chuck. You cannot combine your names. Bluck. Blair, Ch- Chuck. Char. Chur, chur, chur. <laughs> These are just sounds. Char, chur, chur. What's happening? There goes that couple, Schnorp. <laughs> I love Schnorp. Okay. So yeah, that is the episode, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for, for being listening. on our show. And also thanks yeah, for having us. Jonathan and Brandon hope to go- you guys are more than welcome to come back anytime you want I thought you were going to say I hope to God <laughs> no 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 come back anytime we love having you and uh, hopefully you watch more episodes Brandon because I think yeah. it's a I think you'll like it I think I- you might like it if, uh, if nothing to see like Blake Lively younger I want Brandon to come back and watch an episode like three more seasons <laughs> in so he's just as confused what has happened to right. these people I want in this to be my only reference and confused. then have another point and be like how did we get here yeah, <laughs> exactly Eric is still showing up just sort of smiling <laughs> like hi I watched an episode where tr- Chuck is like Trunk. drunk again <laughs> it's like what yeah. this is there the only context I've ever seen there oh, are man. plenty of Chuck trunks. used to dress like an idiot and now they don't have him dressed like that anymore he's still he still power clashes yeah. fairly regularly. but it, but like he's good but he gets like like season three is a peak chuck like looking good oh. this season for sure season one was like spice girls Ooh, oh my god that's right i'm just gonna get rid of that goddamn sh- uh Paisley. scarf yeah that running joke in the scars was that needed that was, to go that was a um that was a book thing that was a book thing yeah. oh he was okay. real into scarves gotta let those books go yeah, he's seriously. also by in the books. Yeah, and he has really? this, like pet monkey or something. Chuck yeah. screams by. Like Chuck screams like he would of course have sex with a man. Especially if he knew like it could get him something. <laughs> <laughs> like I had sex I had sex with the pilot. Chuck, well <laughs> what could the pilot he give let you? Me fly the plane. He let me fly the plane. Oh my god. Yeah, I sucked his dick. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> Lulz. This is a family Lulz. podcast. Eric, <laughs> Eric, let's Taco let's Bell. bond. How did they bond? I hope Eric wasn't drinking. This fucking 
that's incestuous kind of now because they're brothers. Yeah. What are you doing? You're not what? my girlfriend. No, I wasn't implying. <laughs> You're not my girlfriend. You're not my girlfriend. I was girlfriend. not implying that Chuck and Eric Cherick. Cherick. Chuck and Eric. Oh, Eric and Chuck. Oh, my God. Check. Uh, oh, check. I, I ship them now. Check, please. I kind of did. They have similar hair. Yeah. Perhaps you should talk to the Chuck captain God. of the swim team. Oh, God. Why? Worse. So I'd like to thank Cards Against Humanity for their space and for their equipment. want to give a shout out to Post Loudness, who this is the production of Post Loudness. Post Loudness is a podcast collective hosting women of color, people of color, and queer identified hosts, independent shows. And you can learn more about that at postloudness.com. I also want to thank Warby Parker. And thank you, Subi, for being a beacon of hope in this dark and terrible place oh my god i was so sad earlier today too um <laughs> thanks to share for being such a good friend an amazing producer Aww. and a beautiful angel from heaven thank you <laughs> until next time guys you know you love us xoxo gossip girls Yeah.